everybody, Jeff here. I just wanted to let you know that this will be our last episode before uh, the end of the month. So we'll be back in February after this little hiatus, after a little break. Uh, so we'll be refreshed and renewed. Please enjoy the show. Although edited for television, tonight's thriller contains scenes of suspense and violence which may be unsuitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Stick with me up. Japanese animation. Update your Chrome for this episode of the Otaku Host Club podcast, where we're diving into the world of punk. punk. I'm excited. If you have show been, knocks me out. Yes. If you've been on our um, podcast before, you know we talk about we trigger. talk about shows about six to eight months after they were relevant to people. Oh, yes. yes. That yes, we do that. We also really the power of adulthood. <laughs> We also really love Trigger. We really love Imaishi. And yes. This is... so We're going to get into I it. I feel like he has matured as I have matured. I know. We're all grown-ups now. Yeah. Okay, so if you're new here, I'm Amelia. And I'm Dan. And this is Jeff drinking water <laughs> out of a Gatorade bottle. Yeah, that's how I do it. That's how I do it, too. I got a two liter of iced tea in my fridge that I just fill with tap water. Okay. Try to drink two liters of water every day. I'm fancy. I have a water jug that I refill my glass of water. Mmm. Mmm. Glass? Yeah. Oh, so you pour from the, like, yeah. recept- receptacle? Yeah. Rece- what do you call it? A, 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 little, a vas- vessel? A little water. Yeah. Vessel? Uh, that would be the civilized <laughs> way of doing it. <laughs> so... Guys, what have we been up to? Feeding the shit out of y'all in bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff was surprisingly good. I feel like he did purposefully didn't say that he like knew how to bowl, so they. <laughs> yeah, Maybe was, I was in the league. Shocked. Maybe I wasn't. Steven was the real shocker. <laughs> yeah, for somebody that what doesn't doesn't bowl <laughs> literally i was winning i was winning i had 135 and i was first so i had like my score tallied up before everybody else's and then steven goes i'll just get two strikes and beat her by five points yeah that was wild but you know i, I well i was talking with steven about this that he's good at bowling because he's good at martial arts yeah because he's got enough bottle body control and uh, sense of movement and coordination that all he's got to do is figure out on his own, like, oh, I'd throw the ball, you know, get the bowling ball straight down the middle, and and this is the way that my body feels when I do it. And he's got enough, you know, uh, I guess, yeah, body, bodily awareness that he can mm-hmm. just repeat yeah. that physical action. And balance. Every time. Yeah, balance. Build the balance. Yeah. yeah. I'm good at bowling because this is a little known fact, but my uncle is a professional bowler. Yeah, that's so sick. <laughs> it's passed down. It's cool. It yeah. I was on a league for like five years. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Tons of pa- I have tons of patches. I don't know where they are, but. Did you ever get a trophy? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but Jeff, you were in a league too. 
Yeah, I can't remember how long. It must have been like a year or two. But we, we would do Saturdays, or was it Sundays? Weekends. We'd wake up early in the morning and go. And then after school, I would meet my brother and we would bowl. We, I guess it was just like an after school, after middle school, hmm. after school hmm. thing. That's yeah. cool. We had league on Wednesday night and Saturday morning. Twice a week. Yeah. One, one of them, I think, was like parents and kids or like older people and younger people. Hmm. Um, and then Saturday was like only kids. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Wednesday you would go with your uncle who's a professional bowler and just wallop everybody there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the other kids had a fighting chance on Saturdays when it was just you. <laughs> it was actually kind of hard because um, he was like the bowling alley was his bowling alley. So like everybody knew him. Everybody oh, knew shit. our family. Okay. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't do good. That's cool. You were royalty. They would like roll out the red carpet for you <laughs> yeah. when you came wish. through. I wish. Put the bumpers up for you. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, mm. I saw, I watched a video on Twitter recently, just out of the blue. This, uh, this woman in, her boyfriend getting into a fight in a bowling alley and the woman takes her bowling ball oh, yeah. and smashes it against the guy's head and knocks him down yeah. and then he bowls a str- then she bowls a strike immediately oh afterwards my God. Oh yeah my I, I saw i saw it i know that video has gotten viral i saw that video being discussed but i did not watch it i didn't really want to watch somebody get their head clonked in yeah, it's weird how Twitter works that way, or like Reddit. They just you just you scroll over it and it just plays. So you go, okay, yeah. well I'm watching it. I'm watching it now. No, <laughs> I'm I'm not knocking you because I watch all sorts of weird <laughs> ass shit on the oh, internet. Yeah, you watch yeah. weird shit on the internet. Yeah, yeah. it's just in, in this. <laughs> I yeah, know just you do. just this morning I wasn't in the mood for it. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Got to come back to it. <laughs> you give yourself power and control you, know, you, you have the will to watch the violence domestic end I thought I, this, it had to have been brutal I can only imagine bowling balls are so heavy yeah yeah that's a real weapon right there yeah you know what else is a weapon frozen pizza dough I'm just saying when did you get hit with frozen pizza? <laughs> I didn't dough? get hit, but every time I ring it up at mom's, I'm always like, damn, you can really fuck someone up with this. Oh, really? Yeah. How big is it? It's like this big. But it's, it's, it's like solid. a sphere. It's like yeah. a sphere. It's solid, and it's in a bag. Oh, so you're thinking you put oh, it in the right. bag and like, like a sling, like slingshot. Yeah. And sling, it's not a slingshot. I'm saying it like that because they have them in Civ Six, which I was playing last night. In the prehistoric times, you got mm-hmm. you got you like put the rock in the slingshot and like twirl it around, and sling it at somebody. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're thinking you're thinking it's like that. I'm like that, yeah. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. when I when I think of bread as a weapon, I'm I'm used to thinking of of like the French baguette because it's long like a sword. Clonk somebody with that. Yeah, it's not that. I feel like it's not that hard. I feel like you'd break the bread in half before you'd hurt anybody. Yeah, I mean, I've never actually seen someone Maybe use scale. bread for the purpose of hurting someone but yeah only unless they're like gluten allergic only in atlanta have i've seen that mm. is the weapon is mm. the murder weapon was a baguette uh. one of the episodes it must be a later season yeah season three gonna, all right I'm, I'm gonna get on i'm gonna get on that show when i get home i'm gonna get on that show when i get home okay yeah awesome segue what are you watching what is everybody watching I'm you haven't done that in a yeah. while I am still watching Galaxy Express 999. I'm like 60, still watching 50 to 60 Yatsura. episodes in. I am still watching Urusei Yatsura. I'm, I'm 40 to 50 episodes in. 
Uh, and yeah, both of these are enjoyable, but I need to take a break from old anime when I'm done with these. I need to watch short new anime. <laughs> wait, wait, I, but you were, but you, you've been preparing for our best of 2022. I have been. I've, so you've I've been, been watching newer anime. I've, I've been sprinting through some newer anime to get ready for our best of 2022 episode. So, and, and I think I talked about the soccer show that I watched, Oi Ayoshi or whatever it was called. Oi, 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 Ayoshi, oi. Ow. Blue Lock, right? Yeah, Blue Lock. That's the one. The one that's not Blue Lock. (laughs) I was watching the one that's not Blue Lock. Um, Yeah, which I enjoyed. Uh, This came from on recommendation from Anime Brothers, um, and it lived up to their hype. I did enjoy it. Um, I talked about it a bit on their Discord. Um. Yeah, I guess I'm blanking on how exactly I felt about it because it feels like a million years ago that I was watching this. Uh, you have been a busy little bee here in Baltimore. I have been a busy little bee. I've been all over the place. Multiple food road trips and hanging out with people and bowling and uh, Owen's recital and going into the office. And I've been all over. Uh, but I did find the time to watch My Dress Up Darling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Which we'll, I guess, we'll talk about in more detail in our yeah. best of because yeah. I am assuming that's on your list. Oh, well, it depends on how many we have because I don't. There's so many <laughs> oh, good shit. ones from okay. last year. Okay, okay, interesting. I have my top four for sure. Okay, yeah, I got, I got a top five all set up. Um, but yeah, my dress up, darling. I greatly enjoyed it. I, I understand why you like it. Yeah. And it uh, and I liked it too. I, I say I say that as if I, I, there's some butt to this. There's not any butt to this. I I enjoyed enjoyed it from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, but as I was watching it, I was like, oh, I, this this hits many uh, check boxes of things that I know Amelia's interested in in, in Amelia's worldview yeah. and um, the way that I think you view yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was a really, it was a good viewing experience for me personally because I felt like it, uh, yeah, it was like. Are you going to get sentimental right now? It was like <laughs> oh like a very God. friendly thing. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've been watching Summertime Render. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I'm also way into. Yeah, I'm like yeah. 15 or 16 episodes into that right now. I literally can't shut the fuck up about this. Yeah, show. it's it's great. It's, it's so uh bad. it is very fun. It's very cool. I uh I'm I'm enjoying every moment of it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I keep I keep thinking of it as uh Parasite meets ReZero or mm-hmm. Tokyo Avengers or something like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. because it it is it is part of the like weird time travel trend Mm -hmm. uh but i it makes more sense to me than tokyo revengers does in terms of the time traveling angle like i think summertime render tries to make it tries to make it all make sense and it it does a a respectable job of this Mm -hmm. tokyo revengers just doesn't make any sense (laughs) erased doesn't really make any sense either yeah um, they just need the premise. <laughs> yeah, well, it helps that Summertime Render is, is like a supernatural kind of show anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, Tokyo Revengers and Erased aren't supernatural at all. They just have this weird time travel element mm-hmm. as a plot device to 
get to the kind of emotional storytelling they want to they want to do but summertime render because it's a supernatural story you know it introduces like oh of course there's time travel because also there's like weird shadow monsters and also there's like weird split personalities and also you know there's there's gods and demons and all sorts of stuff so why not and it it makes more sense in a context where everything is weird Mm -hmm. than in something like tokyo revengers where it's like this guy can time travel Okay, now he's a gang guy, and here's the story about him being in a gang, and he just sometimes <laughs> happens to go forward in time. Then he goes back, and who, how, why, why does he have this power? I don't know, but doesn't matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has it. So yeah, you have some fun summertime render anecdotes that I hope you will share later. <laughs> oh when yeah, we talk about it. Yeah, but don't spoil it. No spoilers. Dude. No. So- <laughs> 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 no spoiling yeah, the podcast for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And plus, like, half the people who are listening to this probably haven't watched the show yet Maybe. either. Yeah. There's that level of it as well. Well, because it's in the Disney jail. It is in, it's in Disney Japan jail. Disney Japan <laughs> jail. You can't, even, of you can't even jail. watch it in Disney Plus here in the US? No. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. That's fucking weird. What the hell? Yeah. Because I watched that shit on GoGoAnime.pe, bitches. I watched mine on KissAnime.ru. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. And I did it the old-fashioned way by uh, downloading it. Oh, see. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's even better. Like 30 gigs of of episodes or whatever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's that's even better because then you can skip all the viruses. Yes. Yeah. Skip the viruses mm-hmm. and you can play it on your very own Plex, your own Plex yeah, server. Yeah. And, There's uh, no pop up it, ads. There's no anywhere. naked women in the uh, corner of the screen like being, being like hot moms in your area. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm distracted now. <laughs> yeah. I can't finish this episode. <laughs> Jeanette wants to talk to you. <laughs> hmm. What about you? What have you been watching, Jeff? Besides a render, I keep calling it rendering. I don't know why. Yeah. But, uh, well, because they call it that in the show. The that? title cards say summertime rendering. Yeah, that's but true. I yeah. feel like it's the localized also summer- version is render. Okay, interesting. Mm. So I, I picked up uh, an old show. I downloaded it, uh, Torrent. Oh, like he's on the torrenting. Year- he's on a binge. Well, I've had it on my, my hard drive. Oh. I got all this anime on my hard drive <laughs> and I haven't watched it. Um, and it's an oldie, but a goodie. Kyo Kara. Orewa. Is it on your radar? It's like a... What is that in English? Uh, tomorrow. Let's say it's kind of like in English it would be like, tomorrow I'll be this. Or I'll this, this, be, this be I'll tomorrow. I'll be tomorrow. Because <laughs> it's in Japanese and it's a weird. And it's... Um, I've never heard of it. Yeah. A delinquent anime show like GTO. Um, hmm. But they're still in high school. And mm-hmm. one of the, they're basically posers. They're like poser delinquents. Oh, that's one funny. of them. Yeah. So he like in the first episode, he, the main character gets a perm and dyes his hair blonde. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. Scandalous. I know. Right. And, but he's also a, a decent fighter. He's like, oh shit, I'm actually strong and like can kick people's ass. Mm. But it's, it's, it's a little repetitive. Mm. <laughs> like, Rival gangs from schools, you know, facing off and uh, protecting their significant others, mm. uh, i.e. Tokyo Revengers, without the time travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I 
And they, they look a little older, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, or maybe younger. They look like men. Look like hmm. little men? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little men. Little boy men. Uh, oldie. But yeah, I actually watched uh, the new Trigon. First episode of Trigon. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. What did you think of that? I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? <laughs> That's my art. You enjoyed it. it. What did you enjoy about it? Uh, the animation. For number one, um, I did like Vash surprisingly. Uh, I like his voice acting, his voice actor. Um, should, I, um, should I do my classic watch only the new version of things? <laughs> You've never seen the original Trigun? I don't think so. In passing, I don't remember. <clears throat> hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I feel like there's a couple anime we have to cover this year, <laughs> like Trigun and yeah. um, Gurren Lagan and Full Metal Alchemist. Hmm. Yeah, this is a reboot of the original. I don't think it's. Who knows? It's one episode. It could be worse. It could mm-hmm. be you know. I don't know. Plot wise, they've already they're already uh, talking about Vash's childhood mm-hmm. and with his brother, mm-hmm. uh, their relationship. Yeah, um, I'm still not going to watch this, but I am yeah. impressed that it was good for you. That you, you have a, yeah. a good opinion of it. I try to be as impartial as possible. Sure. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else? I don't know. I watched the last episode of uh, fucking Mercury. The oh. witches. The witches. <laughs> the witches of Mercury. I don't know if I'm caught up yet. I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. I kind of love it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. I, I don't... have the wrong opinion on that. <laughs> it's one of those shows that I, I think a, opinion on the online is sort of which i might agree with is just another gundam series to make money like it's just another uh cog in the wheel it but it's like it's it unique went, in a way like yeah. there's, there's things that are different hmm. i feel like it it started off really strong and now it's kind of like pittering because it's too long hmm. I feel like maybe they're like the story's like kind of like okay like, well, so is this more Gundam Build Fighters or more Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans? The latter. Mm-hmm. Does the latter mean the second one? Yes. yes. Okay. So maybe so it's more more serious business. More <sighs> yes and no. In a way, I mean, there's it the isn't, it isn't. because you know you have well you got the whole Utena rival. Um, I'll challenge you to a duel hmm. for high stakes. And you'll be my wife. Mm-hmm. This character will be my wife. Now so, you're my groom, but you're a girl. So I'm going to call you my groom. Yeah. Yuri Bait. I think it's all Yuri Bait. Because mm. <laughs> they, mm. they're not in love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not in love. It's purely physical. <laughs> yep. It's, it's yep. purely for the family. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like Game of Thrones. It's purely so that <laughs> the main character, Minorin, can have someone watch her tomatoes. Yes. While she's off fighting political games. Okay, demons. sure. Much like uh, Kaji needs somebody to watch his melons in Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Anime tropes. Mm, who needs them? <laughs> it gets very violent at the end, though. The last episode. Mm-hmm. Very shocked. I laughed out loud. There was a big splatter. And <laughs> I laughed out loud. <laughs> I was very... I chuckled very hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch... I'm going to watch The Witch of Mercury... Someday. Okay. But I don't think I'm going to make it in time for our 2022 episode. I don't think that one's one that should be on your list to watch. Yeah. 
But if you need recommendations, let me know. Mm. 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 I'd love to argue about Bochi the Rock with somebody. Yeah, that one was kind of on my radar because it's musical based. And I wondered if I would be into it. Uh, but the ones that I really want to watch because I think they would have a higher chance of cracking my list would be the new Joe would be Jojo's part six in the new season of my hero academia. Hmm. Neither one of us watching watching my hero academia. Yeah. The last season was great. (laughs) Yeah. I I love it. I'm a fan. I remember my first. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. what's, what's wrong with my hero academia? You know, I, I, I watched Step Brothers for like again um, over the break, and so all of the jokes just <laughs> coming back. Well, my hero academia is a totally reasonable genre exercise in a I genre know. that I like. I just like hating on it. It's my yeah, shit now. I know, I know. Well, I feel like you know that's the thing. I feel like I don't know anybody that actually likes that show. <laughs> it's so popular, but is it a, is it an astroturfed popularity? What the technical term is? Like, do people actually watch My Hero Academia? Maybe the popularity is all little kids. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think it is. Yeah. Hmm. I think because it's not in the limelight like it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like... Pittered out. Yeah, Demon, Demon Slayer, I think, it will be the same way. I think after this season. Or, no, maybe it won't be. Maybe it will be the... I don't, there's not in, that much of Demon Slayer left, right? Uh... I don't know. Did you read it? No. Oh, I thought you no. did. For some reason. Hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like there's that much left. But someone can absolutely correct me on that. <laughs> Fact checker. Can we just like hire? We're gonna, I think we're going to hire um, Christella to be our producer. So she can be like on call with us and fact check everything we say. Be awesome. Oh yeah. I'm into it. That'd be a good idea. Sending the email right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> text text Christella right now. Christella, please help us. Yeah. Get our Zoom <laughs> um, what yeah. have I been watching? What have you been watching? Um, I've actually been watching free. Oh, that's cool. You know, Christella and I were talking about I've how we should do an episode of, of our podcast uh, with her on it about yeah. free. Yeah. And um, so. Um, before um, Christmas, we asked the Discord to give us suggestions on stuff we should watch. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the Discord, please go to the fan participation channel and give us uh, some ideas of things you want us to review. And we'll pick the ones that we um, think we can make a fun episode okay. out of. And then we'll put it up for a vote. Um, mm. But that was one that Christella um, mentioned. And I think that's... Um, a really good idea for an episode because we can go we can watch free free is like kind of not i don't i actually haven't looked up like where free is in the timeline of mappa's like um animating things it's got to be early on but it's early i know so i feel like we could talk about mappa as a whole like and do a studio like um exploration kind sure of thing. that's not mm-hmm. a bad idea well because we've all seen we've all seen current mappa shows you know yeah um yeah. But yeah, so I've been watching Free. It's boys in swimsuits. I can't watch it in public. I'm too embarrassed. Yeah, it's beautiful boys doing things beautifully. I, yeah, people talk to me, and I just like can't 
have that on my phone. <laughs> so I'm, it's not sexual, but it's just like yeah, lots yeah, yeah. of um, crotch areas being exposed all over the place. Well, I'm, I'm used to, so I'm used to thinking that cute girls doing cute things is an anime, I don't know, trope or an anime style. Mm-hmm. And the um, corollary to that or like the other side of the coin is beautiful boys doing things beautifully. Which, yeah, Kuroko's basketball is in that. Legend of the Galactic Heroes is kind of like that. But I always thought Free was... My understanding was that Free was the show that that started that. Mm. You know, that Free was the first beautiful boys doing things beautifully. And Cristela and I saw a panel about this at Akon where they discussed Free in the context of the female gaze compared to the male gaze. Um, which I thought was a interesting discussion some parts I agreed with, some parts I didn't, but... So, the only thing that I think separates the two is that the penises don't jiggle. Because mm. the shots are still similar. Yeah. They're still very voyeuristic. <laughs> they're still, like, very... Um, they're not explicit, but they're just, like, they in- insinuate things. Mm-hmm. Except for the penises are tucked in. Mm. So, they don't bounce. Mm. Nothing bounces like the boobies. Does mm. your does your penis bounce like a booby normally? I can feel it doing that. Interesting. Perhaps Damn. with the you right underwear. Right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> From a swinging have, motion. Yeah. My imagination runs wild with that. I mean, when I jump <laughs> up and down, I, mean, I guess I feel like it, it sits well in my underwear, so I'm not used to it like jiggling or waggling back and uh, forth necessarily waggling. interesting uh, <laughs> what about our yeah. pecs our pecs jiggle yeah your pecs jiggle uh, well pff, yeah, pecs I mean, I got, free I got, are so hard that like some, but some, okay so sometimes sometimes the far away shots they look like normal anime characters but then as soon as it gets real close up they really like really accentuate their ab muscles or sure, their pec sure. muscles hmm. um i'm jealous <laughs> Because I, I got I got man boobs. My man boobs are smaller than they've historically been in my life. But <laughs> that's one of the hardest fat deposits to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, so it's all I'm sugar, just, I'm, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm I'm paying for the uh, peach rings you just ate. <laughs> paying for the peach rings that I just ate while Literally. we're talking. Here. Yeah, well, I was going to say I'm I'm paying for the the I don't know short sightedness of my youth or or the follies of my youth that I had a relatively unhealthy diet and was a chubby guy up until I moved to Minneapolis. Mm. So while I've, I've lost weight in other parts of my body, like, yeah, the, the, uh, the man boobs are going to be the last thing to go, unfortunately, but this is the way it is. It's real. It's genetics. I mean, yeah. I don't feel bad about it per se. It's just like, we're also at an age where, uh, it is, it just, this is, uh, what happens. Happens with age, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's not always metabolism, which is actually uh, um, been misproven. Yeah, that metabolism changes over age. Yeah, it's like a bunch of other shit. Yeah, that changes as well. Yeah, hormones. I feel like you guys have attractive partners you're in long committed relationships with. I gotta stay hot because I'm still single. So (laughs) this is a bigger problem for me. You gotta, um, you gotta hit the uh, the rowing machine. Yeah, I, I do a lot of bench press and chest press and, yeah, 
Yeah. 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 I yeah. do. I, I do. don't. I'm no, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, we I made are a joke. Right. You look good. I made, I made a joke. I made a joke at work the other day. This lady's like, I don't know, going to the gym. She's like on her way to the gym. She's freaking out. She's about to go to the gym, get her snacks and stuff. And I said, catch me at the gym. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually a lie because I actually do care when I have time. Mm-hmm. I would go to the gym. Yeah, I like to joke about not doing anything and being lazy, but that's quite the opposite of what I am. Right, yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. You're a really hard worker. Yeah, all the New Year's resolutions been passed down mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for nothing. It's all about habits. It should be called habit forming New, habits, forming ha- forming positive habits of, yeah. the, yes. uh, of yes. the New Year, positive habitual. Yes. <laughs> so I actually haven't been watching too much. I've been like. Um, very slowly trickling down the list of seasonals from last season. I haven't even started this season because I've been getting ready for KatsuCon. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to cosplay at KatsuCon. Um, which is funny that you um, brought up my dress up darling because at first I was like, okay, so my sister's going to help us out at the table. Um, this convention... And I was like, shit, I wonder if I can get her to cosplay and be like a booth girl, like a legit booth girl, mm-hmm. like people that you hire to cosplay as characters to mm-hmm. bring people into your booth. Um, and I was like, shit, I wonder if she'll um, I wonder if she'll cosplay the uh, the succubus girl that Marin cosplays in episode 11. So I sent her a picture. I was like, you, you said you'd cosplay, right? Like, and she's like, yeah, like, whatever, whatever you want. Like, it's fine. And I was like, OK. What about this one? And she looks at it and she goes, um, so are there no pants? <laughs> and I said, yeah, that one has no pants. But like, I have others that do have pants. And she was like, well, I think it would be really cool for your table because you draw a lot of succubus girls. But <laughs> I don't want to be around that many people without pants on. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah. we're cosplaying from cyberpunk. Yeah, hell yeah. It's going to be sexy too. Chainsaw Man. Yeah. I'm so excited. So I've been drawing lots of tentacle girls and also getting ready to cosplay stuff. So I've been on the hunt for wigs and outfits mm. and stuff. Are you doing Prince? I think I'm going to this time. Yeah. Either print, Prince and or Flags. Um, I have a flag company that I like, but um, I don't know how fast they can get them to me because... Mm. It's about it's like about a month away, so I think if I if I ask them to print one now, I could get a couple, but hmm. maybe a smaller size. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'm doing prints because I think that would be good. Mm-hmm. Prints, and then you can sign them. Oh my god! Hand them out. Or you could give one away if they buy like over sixty dollars or something, or like yeah. hundred bucks. You get a print. I have like um, I have tote bags. I'm I'm doing this time for like whenever anybody buys something. Oh, that's, that's a cool. T-shirt. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we'll see if it does well. You got a free tote bag with your purchase. Yeah, not bad. Except for stickers. Right. <laughs> but overkill. Yeah. Put the sticker in a tote bag. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, if you if you uh, number and sign the prints, it really makes you look like you're a big deal. Yeah. I think so. I'm doing a lot of different things this convention. I have a corner table. Oh, okay. I'm not doing, uh, I'm probably, n- maybe I will use their table, but um, I'm doing clothing racks this time mm-hmm. with like signage at the bottom of it. 
mm-hmm. so that you can't see like into the booth at yeah. all. And we'll have like clothing racks so you can't see into the booth really. Mm. You just see the outside and you can shop from the outside. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. And then the back drops are going to be all like signage and yeah. clothes. Oh, posters. shit. Yeah, I got to get my plane ticket back. Yeah, so if you're in what, DC, Virginia, yeah. you can come to Katsukon. Mm-hmm. Week before or week after Valentine's Day? Um, I think Valentine's Day is on Tuesday, and the convention's like that Thursday mm-hmm. through, or Friday through Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got an Airbnb. It looks sick. It's oh, 12 yeah. minutes from the convention center. Easy. I'm so excited. I'm also excited because I'm cosplaying Rebecca, my favorite character in Cyberpunk. Well, that is a good segue, but actually, uh, is the, um, <laughs> has the schedule been announced for Katsukon? Um, I don't think so. Don't they, think started, they started guest announcements last week on Twitter, so I don't know. I have gotten... It was awfully last second. Yeah, I haven't gotten any kind of like, welcome to the douche thing. Right, right. But. Hmm. Sometimes it'd be like that. Mm-hmm. We know that now. Yeah. And I'm taking that shit through the front door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Chelsea, bring your muscles. We're taking this yeah, shit through the front so door. When I when I was playing Civ Six with everybody yesterday, Sean's cousin went to Otacon last year and um which I didn't know and he was remarking, you know, oh, you know, the lines were so bad, right? Like I've never seen anything like that. I had to wait in line for fucking hours. Mm-hmm. It was miserable. And I was like, Yeah, I hate to flex on you, but I didn't wait in those lines, man. <laughs> I had a dealer badge. I just, I just walked in, but I could visit. I could see the lines. I, I know what you're saying is true. I, I'm I'm with you. They were shocking. Yeah, yeah. So long. Yeah. Dealer's badge is the way to go. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do Otacon this year. Mm-hmm. Is that that sounds crazy in my head to me? Because <laughs> I have gone since 2014 now. Yeah. But last year was just like such a sour experience. Mm. Besides our panel, our panel was fucking lit as shit. I want to do yeah, that, that again. Panel but, well. Um. Do you feel like you'd rather do something new? Yeah. In their place, replacement of that. I kind of want to go to Anime Boston. Mm. I want to go north. Mm-hmm. I would love to go to um yeah. the one in. Canada. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. But so Rebecca. Yeah. So Cyber Rebecca. Cyberpunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. <segment. laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I knew okay. that Cyberpunk was a video game, yeah. but I haven't played new video games since MechWarrior 3. So, Cyberpunk was, yeah, only, like, I have no experience or knowledge of it. I just know that it's a video game with Keanu Reeves, and <laughs> it was 
like very hyped and then it came out and nobody liked it. Yeah. So uh, I I was like super excited for Cyberpunk to come out because I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I was like during COVID and like I have plenty of time to play this yeah. game. And then uh, it felt like there was a war between the, the um, gamers of Cyberpunk. They're like, no, fucking play it on PC. It's the best on PC. There's no bugs. Mm, yeah. No, I'm a console gamer. It's fucking shit sucks on console. It needs updates. It's buggy. Mm. So then I was like, I don't want to get into this. Right. Y'all right, are doing right. too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's but it it's crazy how it how it was announced in tw- uh 2012 that's how long this thing has oh, been yeah. in production that's right that's I, the other yeah, thing yeah that's why i feel like forever. people were so mad about it yeah 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 they were getting like the company cd cd project right were getting death threats yeah. they delayed it like three or four times right before it came right. out Sorry, that's right if you're gonna delay something that. like oh yes if you are not gonna put a out a quality product please delay the product yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think as fans, we are in relatively unanimous opinion about that, that we would rather content and media take the time necessary to craft good products that we will want to keep revisiting that will resonate with us rather than, yeah, companies trying to push things really, really quick to, you know, strike while the iron's hot and... Um, do the most business-wise. A Maiden sure. Abyss is a great example. If you can afford to wait five years between season one and season two, and your season two is still going to do great. If it's if the product is good, it'll rise on its own merits. Yeah, most this of is, the time. This is like this has become very common in the gaming industry is to release things before they're done and then fix them as they yeah. as they go. I mean, I've I don't know, probably not familiar with Battlefield, but it's a first-person shooting hmm. FPS franchise and they released it early ea pushed them to release it early because like you have you know you have investors and you gotta you gotta make the money right you gotta yeah, and, and they're on their they're on their backs 24 7 to get right. the product out and uh, of course covid was an issue with production um but yeah you, they patch it patch it patch it and then two years later it's ready it's a finished game. <laughs> so do they release it buggy because... So I, I, I guess I can understand a flow of logic like the company is running out of money. They release the game as it is to start getting funds so that they can continue to keep the ball rolling financially and go back and fix everything. That sounds good, that yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah, because yeah, people <laughs> fucking pre-reg, you know, like I pre-reg Cyberpunk mm. 2077, uh, got the game. Put it in. I played maybe an hour of it, and all the bad publicity made me also just made me not want to play it. Mm. Right, right. Uh, and this is before I had a PlayStation Five, and this is I was playing on a PlayStation Four, hmm. or That's rather Xbox. I'm sorry, Xbox. Oh, I got a PlayStation Wait. Four. Hmm. I can't remember what I got it on. I think it was Xbox One, Xbox X. I can't remember. It was one. It was one. But uh, I was able to transfer the data from the old console to the new console. Uh, therefore, uh, a year later, I was able to play it in its fullest, <laughs> best version oh. without crashing. Um, but yeah, like to your point, PC was where it was at. Mm-hmm. If you're going to play it when it came out, that's where it was. Yeah. yeah. That made me not want to play it. I was like, mm. um, y'all are doing too much. It's just a game. Just play the game or don't right. play the game. If Like, whatever. But then this anime. Well, I had been waiting for Cyberpunk to go on sale because that game shit is expensive. 
Yeah. But sure. I got it on sale for twenty five dollars. I was like, hell yeah. Okay, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> as soon as I was on the anime, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm playing this shit. Now. Oh, shit. I'm playing this. I'm the oh, fool then. I am the jackass. Why? What you paid full price? Yeah. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna pre order a game. Well, ever again. <laughs> I, did, I did that with Persona Five P Persona Five dancing. The dance version of Persona Five. I did mm. that. Dumbest shit ever. Don't pre uh, every, everybody uh you <laughs> it know. wasn't even that it wasn't even like a special copy. It was just I wanted the copy as soon yeah. as possible. Right. You know, it's it's it, <laughs> you know, it's not about winning or losing every single time. It's about uh you know the the general flow and your happiness and yeah. you know the uh, the general trend you know so I mean, everybody makes a over overpriced purchase at some point you know, I've certainly done it on records but you know for every uh, yeah for everything that I've paid too much money for uh, there's something there that I got a great deal on too yeah. so mm-hmm. it all balances in the end at least that's what you hope. I should have known better though, because I don't have time to play games. So like, like ordering a hundred dollar game that I maybe played for like twenty minutes total. But to be, but to be fair, the the opening sequences of those Persona dancing games are fucking they lit. Are they are yeah, awesome? They are. they are fucking cool to watch just on their own. Mm-hmm. I ain't never played any Persona game, but I've watched all them dancing <laughs> opening sequences a bajillion and a half times. Mm. So how many hours did you put into cyberpunk? Yeah. Cause you, cause you recently, what, like two, three months. Yeah. I've had it for like two months now, I think. Okay. Mm. Um, I've played maybe a total of 10 hours. Mm. Maybe. Um, I've gotten through like the first mission where you're, where you got to go to the bar. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> you might say, wow, <laughs> you've had a lot of time doing yeah. that mission. <laughs> Yeah. And to that, I say, I'm so bad at video games. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, you could just, I guess you could just deviate from the plot, from the main story, and just like do your own thing and come back to the bar. I literally could not figure out how to get into the bar. Yeah. Uh, Well, sometimes Uh, it's it's time locked. It's time locked. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, I got a shit and I got wait here. So then I started driving around and then I got distracted. Mm-hmm. And also I'm so bad at driving in this game. I'm fucking running people over <laughs> and they're like, police are going to come and get you. You got to stop doing bad stuff. So then I have to like flee the area. <laughs> yeah. So wait, was this in the game or was this just your average Saturday trying to get to the bar? In the game. Yeah, I know. I was trying to make a fight. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so not that much. I wanted, I really wanted to play yesterday, but then shit, time just got away from me. Mm, I yeah. came home and passed out for like three hours. <laughs> well, after this recording, we'll have Dan do a little test run. Oh my god! We'll put Dan in the driver's seat. Oh, good. oh my oh, god! We have to be discussed before. He, oh he preferred he prefer to watch us, so that's okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> modern video games are kind of. I find them to be too confusing for. The amount of for the very little patience and the the relatively little brain power, I, I actually want to <clears throat> excuse me um, find them too confusing for the relatively little patience and relatively little brain power I actually want to put into video games. I liked it when with Mech Warrior Three, where I just walk around in my giant robot blowing shit up. Yeah. They're, it's pretty straightforward. These new games, there's like 50,000 buttons and tons of menus and whole technology trees and items and, and the open world. And yeah, I enjoyed 
playing Grand Theft Auto, you just run around and punch people, and I thought that was really entertaining. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's more than I want to commit. But yeah, as I was I was I was saying before we recorded, yeah, I have a lot of respect for video games. I mean, they're very cool. So I'm not knocking the format. It's just not for me. Yeah. So what did you play as? Uh, Street Kid. Oh, you did Street Kid? (laughs) Oh, so. I was going to start a new game, new career. Mm -hmm. I just beat the game today. Okay, you beat it today. Today. So, congratulations. uh, So, when you get to the last mission. Are you going to spoil it for me right now? Uh, Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, you are given an option to move forward mm-hmm. or you continue the side missions because otherwise you don't lose progress. But I thought that you would just like, well, that was it. You got to start the game over again. Yeah. So I just I just avoided the last mission and just did side, side quest. Mm-hmm. We're like, I mm. uh, have almost 80 hours of this game. Oh, my goodness. The, the story itself, you could probably beat, I think I've heard in like 20 hours. Mm-hmm. If you just run straight through. Yeah. Okay. And the first uh, half I think of me, that is trying to get to the bar? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> just so bad. Don't you start in the bar? You start in a bar. But That's then you right. go you to another bar. You get to the other bar. bar. You, go, you have to save somebody and then you go to another bar. Which the whole... The whole mechanics of the game is really fucking cool. I'm glad yeah. it's not all first person shooter shit because I'm really literally bad at that. Yeah. Um, but it's like hacking into stuff and like you're like Lucy and you can like hack stuff or, mm. um, you know. It's an open world RPS. What's that mean? Or I'm sorry, I mean, RPG rather. Okay. 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 FPS. Role playing game, first person shooter. Basically. Okay. Yeah. I think they, they call it, they came up with some long list of uh, titles or genres that I don't remember, but they're, it's insane. Hmm. Yeah. But it's like I Grand Theft Auto. How can you yeah. dis- how I mean they need this many words to describe how amazing this game is, right? <laughs> right. Well, that was that was the expectation. That was the hype, right? Yeah. Because they yeah. have the trailer where Keanu Reeves, you know, John Wick extends his hand to you and picks you up and he's like, "Hey, are you okay, buddy?" And you're like, "Oh shit, it's John Wick." You know, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how much that really plays into the actual game. Pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty big for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can start as three different um Classes or um, yeah, you call them classes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or and you get to design yeah. people's archetypes. Dicks, is that right? Um, you can change the size. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. yeah size. A, I, that was a common misconception. I thought I could make whatever I wanted, and you definitely cannot make whatever you want. This is not Dick Fight Island. You cannot. Uh, yeah. Too bad. Yeah. Too bad. I wonder. I mean, I might have a picture of my character in my. Oh, phone. that's cool. Well, I'm, I just keep I thinking about your ten hours to get to the bar, and um, I, well, I'm reflecting on how, like, that's that's so realistic. I can't in you're my shaming opinion. me right now. No, I'm not shaming you. you. Or at least I'm not trying to. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking about how realistic that is in its own well, way. I'm really so good I'm thinking at about impact. How okay. many how many times have I shown up obnoxiously late to everything? How <laughs> how often have I had to try to hassle somebody to get out the door and they never want to go? You know? <laughs> but there there are missions or side quests where you have to be at a place at a certain time. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't show up in the middle of the night because no one's awake. Sure. Or sure, vice sure. versa, like in the morning. Added realism to this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then time moves like it technically moves faster than real life, but like in the game, it's so when you're playing the game, it's so slow. Right, right, right. Very. Yeah, you got to be prompt in that in the game. Yeah, I'm fucked. 
Yeah, I can just see you just like exploring. I can yeah, see your brain yeah. exploding <laughs> at what you're supposed to do because driving the car is so hard. Yeah, it requires both of the dual shock things and the mm. bumper things to drive it. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it's way harder than real life. Real life is just like crazy taxi. You yeah. just go. Uh, I think that's why people avoid these types of games because it's like, why would I want to live a second life? In a video game, but then you, people would say, "Well, I don't like my life, so let me." Yeah, well, I would, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I would. I see the merit. Like, I mean, there's there's artistry involved. You know, right. I mean, cyberpunk and and other modern video games of this ilk, like video games, always have to varying degrees. I mean, they're creating. You know, they're building a world. They're telling a story with characters that undergo, you know, thematic arcs that undergo emotional arcs. You know, um, every video game is this way in varying degrees because video games are stories. Mm-hmm. So I, I, yeah, I understand why somebody would want to, you know, figure out the confusing driving system of cyberpunk. Sure, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's art. I yeah. respect that. Mm-hmm. Now we just need a open world Gundam game. Yeah. RPG. Yeah, yeah. That would be my dream. That would, you would never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a dedicated, uh, Twitch stream. Oh, podcast. Cool. Yeah. Dedicated to yeah. It. yeah. You know, I mean, it's like that, uh, um, fuck. What's the game space game? Um, space stars. So I think it's star citizen. Fuck. I'm probably butchering this. But it's it's a there's a game that out there where it's basically like that like you you fly spaceships from planet to planet hmm. the the cockpit you got to get in the cockpit and like fly the ship you have to learn all the intricacies of the ship it's like super realistic yeah isn't this one of these like super confusing kind of games it's not it's like an online curve. meme how like intricate and developed it all is yes I think. Maybe it is Star Citizen. I feel like I've heard people discuss it. This is when we need Chrisella to fact check us. Chrisella, <laughs> are she on the call? <laughs> we wish. But anyway. Um, so should we? Um, yeah, the anime. So the anime. I saw the anime was coming out and I thought, well... On the negative side, I don't really care about this video game, so I'm not so interested in watching an adaptation of it. But on the positive side, it's Studio Trigger, so right. that could, you know, that that carries some weight with me. You know, that mm-hmm. that could make it really good. But then I thought, well, Studio Trigger and Star Wars Visions, yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, great in context, but I could have lived without it. So I would not have paid much attention to cyberpunk edge runners, uh, except for the relative amount of hype that it got both within our immediate friend groups mm-hmm. and on the internet at large. Did you, did you not know that, um, it was Imaishi? No, I, I, I didn't know that he was the director or if I did know, I forgot. Oh, okay. I, I, I was like, Jeff what? and I went to their, to the studio trigger panel. Yeah. Um, with cyberpunk first said cyberpunk edge runners, but I don't think Imaishi was there. Was he? Was he not? I don't think he was there. No, no, but he was at the premiere. 
I think yes, he was I, there. He was there for Promare. Yeah, but he but for Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I think they just had the lead character designer. Yo, so yeah, I didn't. Oh, I didn't connect. You. It was an Imaishi thing um, immediately. But yeah, we watched. We watched the first episode at that panel. But you know, I'm. I'm I hate to say it. I fell asleep after a couple minutes. Oh my yeah, but you know, I, I have a. The first I, episode a lot of is peop- so cool. Though. No, it's it's not nothing wrong. Been real sleepy. I, yes, there's nothing wrong with the first episode. As as most of people in my life know, I, I have a kind of un, not exactly unhealthy, but a unfortunate relationship to sleep. So I, I clonked out after like ten minutes. So I didn't have any big impression from the first episode. Mm. Then it came out in September. Was it October? September of this past yep. year. And then I watched it last week and mm. this week. Wow! So you haven't you haven't like sat with it for very long. No. Interesting. I didn't watch it exactly when it first came out because I wanted to have the time and the headspace to experience it because I knew it was going to be something that I was really going to like. I knew that it was going to be epic and I knew that I was going to need to um, use all my brain power for it. Yeah. Which one of us is the Biggie Maisi fan? You are. Yeah. That's (laughs) why I'm like, what the (laughs) fake? Why didn't you know? Yeah. So what what was, what about it was like appealing, like out of the, from the, from the announcement and like trailer and all that. So the, the fact that it's like from the game, but not from the game. There's like its own complete separate story about characters and like the mechanics of the game are yeah. there, but it's like not exactly about like the the fact that I can play the game and get a completely different experience and then watch the anime and have like this other completely different experience. That was yeah. what I was like, okay, I'm ready to I'm ready to because I wanted to experience cyberpunk in its entirety so i knew Mm. as soon as i started watching cyberpunk i was gonna want to play the game i was gonna want to just like dive into the to the world yeah and that's interesting because from someone like there's a perspective of playing the game and then watching the anime Mm -hmm. uh and vice versa so i wonder how that because i know for sure that without the the anime the game probably wouldn't have had a second life yeah, had a huge second life after the mm-hmm. after the anime came out. Yeah, you know, even the Reddit, the subreddit was was bumping. Mm. People were playing it. Yeah, they're like, "Is this really how the people watch the anime?" And they're like, "Is this really how the game is?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> no, it's no. two think, different I things." I think that was the first thing I asked you. <laughs> it's I was not, like, "Is this really how the game is?" It does not play this. No, it I, doesn't play the same. But I think that's something to be said about. Uh, I mean, even just the style of, of, uh, we just, you know, we watched Chainsaw Man, we reviewed all the episodes and like, what if edge runners or what if it had the same aesthetic as edge runners or like the same trigger, oh. um, style aesthetic That would be cool. then versus the more realistic, like the game is very, is more realistic. There's a lot more realism yeah. involved. Yeah. So it's like almost photorealistic, uh, the mechanics or believable, uh, whereas edge runners is super over the top. You know, it's just like pushed to the max, mm-hmm. to the extreme. Well, I'm I'm thinking about how if Imaishi had directed Chainsaw Man as a studio trigger work, that they would have leaned way more into the gory action and into the kind of crass crassness of it, and you wouldn't have had stuff like um, Aki waking up in the morning and going through his routine. Yeah. 
or uh, Himeno walking around in a drunken state mm-hmm. post bar mm-hmm. and how evocative those moments were in Chainsaw Man. But Edge Runners kind of had moments like that too. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder, I mean, maybe. Uh, Maybe Imaishi would have taken, could have, could have taken Chainsaw Man in a similar kind of, into a similar kind of, kind of place. Mm. Seeing it now, I feel like, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like he's coming to, like, his own. I feel like everything up until this point, we've reviewed a lot of his work on the podcast, so we've seen it from the he's very a beginning. <laughs> we've seen him from the very beginning till now, yeah. and I feel like you can see every iteration of anything he's ever done in this, but like so tight, like so yes. like put together yes. and like focused. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was those moments of relative emotional complexity and maturity that really shocked me the most about edge runners just because not not that Imaishi is like oh he only makes dumb anime no that's not true but he does have a certain worldview up to this point that like he he doesn't do much on the big emotions or the big reflection or or these kind of nuanced type uh, type moments uh, but cyberpunk androiders has a healthy amount of that stuff and i think it adds so much to the story and it makes me wonder if that is imaishi growing as an artist if that is outside influence from um, the video game company saying this is the kind of story that we want if that's because imaishi is making a video game story he feels it should be this kind of way in comparison to something like um kill a kill which is just an anime original thing from its um from its own universe its own standalone project mm-hmm. um so I'm, I'm curious i wish i knew more about his headspace or his approach going into this yeah i think um whenever i watch the credits it always had you know some Swedish guy or like three oh, yeah. guys in the writing department. So it was like story by, it wasn't story by Maishi. So yeah, I wonder if it was a lot of the writing was just done by the studio, checked by the studio. And then Maishi was more responsible for the, the directional, yeah. you know, that could be. That well, could be. So I kept trying to find this out because um, going through the opening credits, um, you know, we get the big bold text of everybody's names. And there was this guy who kept popping up as like the writer or like story written by or story mm-hmm. by. Um, and his name is Bartos. Bartos. Setzlebor. Setzlebor. It's Polish. I can't say it. Okay. But apparently he's a, um, a Polish, uh, graphic and comic, uh, writer, graphic novel, mm-hmm. and comic mm-hmm. writer. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. So I was like trying to find out more info about him because his name was so big and it was so foreign. And I right. was like, what is, what is this? Hmm. Yeah. But. Which leads, which leads into another aspect that we all know uh, about Rebecca being that character that they didn't want. The CD project didn't want. They didn't want the lowly. 
Yeah. yeah, that was that was a little bit of a internet meme. Studio mm-hmm. Trigger reportedly firing back. They got pushback from the uh, from the video game company. Says, "Oh, we don't want this little kid character." You know, she's in, mature. In the show okay, uh, and Studio Trigger supposedly fired back. The lolly must stay, mm-hmm. and I agree. And but also, I've, I've I've been thinking. So you're, I've been thinking about what you just said that. Uh, because I, I don't, I would not have viewed Rebecca as a quote unquote lolly character. Mm-hmm. Um, I initially viewed her uh, cut from a similar cloth as the little kid drug dealer in euphoria. Um, who I don't think of as being some like cutesy kind of thing, or, or it's more, more a reflection of the bleakness of the world around you that even young people, even little kids get sucked up into the chaos. There's just no escape from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other people have pointed out, or I've, I've read people discuss on the internet that actually Rebecca is, you know, an adult person. She's just a short petite woman. Yeah. You know, it's just like, which is which it, it, it yeah it kind of threw me for a spin for a moment because I felt like yeah, she may well be a short petite woman. I suppose that never crossed my mind, but why wouldn't it cross my mind? I know many short petite women in my life that are mm-hmm. you know like 30, 40 years old and have a stature, have a build similar to Rebecca. There's no reason why Rebecca couldn't be you know a full-grown adult. And how many characters in media do we see that are, you know, not not lolly characters, but are, yeah, f- adult women, yeah, that are, that are just yeah, short and petite or like pudgy or you know, a squat, you know, yeah. with that with that kind of body type. There's a scene where she's drinking, right, and mm-hmm. there's no indication that like she's carded or whatever. But like, I just assume that she's at the bar like a normal. Yeah, well, doesn't the boun- the bouncer um, at the bar she cl- s- like stops her and is like, "You can't come in. You're too young." Yes, and she is like, "The fuck you mean?" Yes, and, but I think I think people took it as I am Rebecca and I'm small and I'm a child and I'm trying to drink, but because I'm running with my um, my crew, yeah, right. So why can't I drink? Because anyone can get carded. Like, people get but, carded all the time. Yeah, I get young. carded all the time. Right. Yeah. So, but I took that as I am old enough to drink, and right. you just think I'm short and small. Okay, I okay because I de- that could so, go two different ways. Okay, mm-hmm. and and again, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling bad that uh, that didn't really cross my mind because I I also saw that scene. And I was I was going to say the reason the reason why I still hold Rebecca in my headcanon as being a child is because she gets stopped at the bar, mm. um, and they they have to sneak her in. And I just assumed she goes drinking all the time because it's fucking night city, nightlight city <laughs> or whatever. Like ain't nobody give a fuck really. It's just yeah. one guy happened to give a shit, and it almost turned into a bloodbath. You know, yeah. it's like that's what happens when you give a shit. You know, yeah. so. I feel I, like there aren't any rules in Night City, even though there are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I just assumed that she gets into bars all the time. She just happened to get stopped once and was flipping out about it. <laughs> but maybe that's true, that, that the issue was not a issue of, of like access per se, but an issue of, of misunderstanding. That It happens to yeah. me. Okay, so there was this one time at the mall. I went to the mall on a Friday night, which like, most malls now I feel like have a curfew enacted. So like if you're um, under a certain age, really? you can't be in the mall at night. 
you have wow. to have a parent or guardian Damn. with you. Damn. And so, um, Goodbye, mall kids. I was going to the mall with Steven and one of our friends. And um, in front of us was a group of um, people who were wearing Akatsuki robes to mm-hmm. the mall. They were like mm-hmm. cosplaying and like whatever. Um, and Steven and Sean didn't get carded, but I got stopped with the group and had to show them my ID. <laughs> Mm. And they were clearly like high school kids, right? Like going to the mall on a Friday Damn. night. Yeah, they just saw your hand tattoos. <laughs> and were like, wow, cool henna. I know, right? Like that's what I feel yeah. like. But I don't know. And then I guess no one like questions David's uh, age, right? I mean, David is still in high school when he gets. I would drafted. argue he's younger than Rebecca. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a time. There's a time jump yeah. in the anime. Yeah. About halfway through, but. I guess that's true. David is a high schooler. Yeah. You know, in my head canon, but I got the in my say about that. Yeah. <laughs> in my head canon, I had the plus 10. So I, I just didn't, didn't didn't fully process he was still a high schooler. Yeah, he's still in high school. Huh. Yeah, so but Rebecca nice probably is older than him. Yeah. I feel like she's the most mature one out of the group, right? Well, this is yeah, this is arguably true. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you know, she she has main main's pretty mature. I, I think I think all of them are mature personally. But I think that's the product of their environment. I feel like Night City makes you more mature because you have to live a, a different life. Yeah. I think there's some truth to that. I just always I I hate to fall on the trope that Drama just inarguably makes you more mature. Um, but I do think that Maine and his crew are all relatively mature individuals. Mm. And I think Rebecca especially has such a healthy emotional state throughout this show. And yeah, the way that she, because she loves David and David kind of, low-key rejects her and she doesn't lash out at david or at lucy and she doesn't like pine for him in some like fixated or unhealthy kind of manner she just like continues going about her life and you know maintains a healthy friendship with both of them and maintains a healthy uh kind of code of conduct around them or like treats them treats them normally treats them like one would a friend and i feel like that kind of emotional maturity is relatively rare just in storytelling in general at this Mm -hmm. point do you think that's why i think it should resonated with me for for that reason i wonder if it's like a big thing with like why it's been so popular why it's been you know, held in such a high regard, like why a lot of anime does not have adults in it or like it's too, um, I don't know. Like what if they were like, what if all these characters were in high school still? No. Would it work? Would not work. <laughs> it wouldn't work. It wouldn't why work. do you think it wouldn't work? Um, because at that point it would be like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be them going on these like, uh, missions with Mm. like these like criminal-esque missions it would be them like creating a gang at school and like beating people up and like running the school 
Okay, so it'd be like Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, I feel like it would be more Tokyo Revengers and less mature. And I don't okay. feel like you could tell the story of Lucy and David if Lucy was also in high school. Mm. Like she needs to be older. She needs to yeah, have that's the true. experience that she has. That's true. Yeah, and going back to like the first watch at uh, Otakon, that that first episode like actually had an emotional uh, impact on me. Just with with the death of um, David's mom, mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is heavy. Like yeah. the yeah. tone of it was yeah. it, it was much darker and and more adult than I was expecting. Yeah, than I mean, most trigger most trigger um, you know studio stuff. But it makes sense because of the source material. Mm. It works mm. as a noir. Mm. It works like, oh yeah, this is and this is Amaishi's first noir, technically. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's had a lot of practice. He's had a lot of practice, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With pseudo noirs. I feel like DNA was kind of a noir a little bit. Esque. Mm. Yeah, sort mm. of like a detective aspect of it. Yeah. Like the yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah mystery um that's another reason why i love cyberpunk so much is um that they aren't afraid to kill off characters and it's not like it's not like um just because like every part every character that dies has an emotional impact on the other characters that drives the plot forward i feel Mm -hmm. like uh there's a reason why you kill off characters to for them to fulfill um, their journey on the show and to propel the other characters into a different um, path than mm, they mm-hmm. might not be on. So. You know, this is a little bit tangential, but I've started to think a lot about stories in a frame that someone described Berserk to me once, or that maybe Miura described Berserk in his own words. Um, they were making the point that seinen, the different. They were talking about the difference between seinen and shoujo, and that in seinen things happen, and that causes the characters to feel certain ways. And in shoujo, characters feel certain ways, and that causes them to make actions that generate the plot. Mm. And it's it's a little bit of a chicken in the egg, you know. Right. Um, and I, I think about I've started to think a lot about stories in this context. Like, is this is this a plot based one or an emotional based one? Um and I, I don't have any like clear cut answers about what shows are in what category or whatever beyond the idea that oh because the great insight from this was that oh berserk is crafted as this you know seinen but is it actually a shoujo because it's emotionally driven because the characters feel some kind of way so they make different plot decisions and it's interesting to think of chainsaw man in that um in that context and I think it can be kind of interesting to think of cyberpunk in that context as well. You know, you think about the way that Lucy feels, the way that David feels, and how that influences the decisions that they make. You know, and I, I, so I, I don't actually think that cyberpunk is so emotionally driven in that kind of way. I think it is a plot-driven show. Uh, but I think it is it is interesting to reflect on, like, you know, 
yeah the the way the characters feel influencing the plot and their decisions because this is the first time that Imaishi has spent a lot of time creating or crafting a more nuanced emotional landscape in in his shows in my opinion how do i come back from that that was very eloquent dan Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm I'm inspired because I I loved Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Me too. Yeah, I loved it. Um, ten out of ten. <laughs> also, things we talk about a lot on this podcast: um, Franz Ferdinand being open. Yeah, I, well, I was I was wondering about that too. What the fuck is up with Franz Ferdinand being another opening theme song? If yeah. you are the four percent that listens from Japan, please tell us why y'all love Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, so is much. somebody in Franz Ferdinand just super into anime and go into their major label? Like, yo, can you negotiate a contract with you know, like anybody want to pick up one of our singles for an anime show? I mean, Do they tour Japan every year or something. <laughs> The, they they had a huge catalog of music to pull from mm. from the video game and it's in the anime but they could have chose probably any of those tracks mm. but they chose one that wasn't even in the actual game <laughs> you know like yeah uh the, there's and there's a couple i mean the um harkens back to what we were talking about with the band health um they have one song and they played maybe twice in the anime uh but the soundtrack is like a piece of the piece of the show that like really com- uh, drives yes. the, the story. Yes, mm-hmm. I think without that, I don't know. I still don't know how many times I've seen memes with. Um, I've written the, uh, the the artist down somewhere in my notes, but it's it's a song that re- reoccurs. The one song, right? Yes, the you love, know what I'm talking about. It's like a it's like a synth pop. I want to stay at your house. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And then like to be like you know that song, and then there'd be like the meme of the guy crying, you yeah. know, with te- like, immense tears yes, coming down, yes. and, and Rebecca and, you know, our, uh, Lucy and, and David hugging in space. And, yeah. You know, yeah. So, like, very emotional. It's so yes. emotional. Yes. I was literally crying on the couch last night. All I did was rewatch, like, the last three episodes, and, like... Yeah, I did it this morning. That's why I'm kind of subdued right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, get away. It's emotionally heavy. <laughs> I love Rebecca so much. I've been trying to find like all of her like um, guns that she used, her entire outfit. Mm. I've been really talking about Rebecca at home, and Stephen was like watching the episode, and he was like, "So that's it." Damn. <laughs> because because of the way she dies. Well, yeah, you know, because it's, it's so sudden. Yes, she's so it, it's like such a non-emotional moment. Like she is there and she's like, finally got my friends back, like ready yeah. to go. And then she's like, oh, this fucking gonks and interrupting our precious moment. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. She goes out to shoot him. Box and, she gets smashed yeah. by the smasher. Yeah. And Stephen was like, so you're playing a dead character. You're cosplaying a dead character. And I was like, she's <laughs> the, the entire show. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out, Stephen. Yeah. Goodness. The song is, I really want to stay at your house. But Rosa <laughs> Walton and Haley Coggins. Yeah. 
Well, cheers to them too because that song is great. Yeah, and it's, it's used one. to maximum effect in the show. Yeah, yeah. the The soundtrack really elevates the show in a way that is above and beyond the norm, mm-hmm. and is above and beyond the norm for Studio Trigger. Not that they have bad soundtracks or something, but um, yeah, this this really turned out for them. But all, all the soundtrack is from the video game. Yeah, I don't, I've. I'm I'm not 100% sure. Word. But I but I I recognize a lot of the music from the okay. So yeah, it's just like, you know, in in the video game like Grand Theft Auto, you can turn the radio on in your car. Yeah. And whatever's playing is playing or you can yeah. change stations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get in and it's like blasting some death metal or whatever. Yeah, cuz I saw in the sound in the <laughs> yes. soundtrack for the TV show, they had the Polish uh like death grind band mm-hmm. Antigama mm-hmm. who are in within within my wheelhouse within oh, really? my my world scope. Oh, cool! I want to preface this by saying I don't actually like Antigama. I would say that I would say that's it the opposite of what I like. Known. But they are like, yeah, I carry their records in my distro. You know, my yeah. friends did a split record with them. Okay, I am aware of this band. Um, so I was I was really surprised. I was like, wait, who owns Studio Triggers up in this shit, man? I heard a couple different blast beats and yeah. like heavy shit going on in the soundtrack. But then I thought, well, maybe maybe it's people from the video game. Maybe somebody on the video game staff is up in this shit. Oh, yeah. Um Refused. The refused. Yeah, refused. Yeah, there's even I started watching a documentary and there's like they interview the guy from Refused and they're like, well, We want you to be in this video game. Yeah, so really? all these different artists made songs Interesting. for this for the game. Interesting. Yeah, and even Grimes. 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 Oh, yeah. Wow, that makes sense people. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Dust like the, you know, they chose industrial artists and yeah. artists who are, I guess, would influence what you would imagine, you know, twenty seventy seven to look like. Also, the world is so fucking cool. When people like ask like if you could live in any time, that time. 2077 that yeah, world damn i want to live in the cyber world not me like, jesus oh it's god. so cool i would love to get isekai to a cyber world please god when i die i mean no, no fucking way man they, they're they're I not very good up. about their their dates no you know, uh blade runners you know set in 2019 yeah akira is they 20, gotta shoot farther 20 yeah. i think they gotta shoot farther <laughs> yeah aim higher my guys <laughs> <laughs> think a little bit farther ahead in the future i was watching the orville and um they go to a planet that is kind of um a little bit behind ours like 100 years behind our planet and they accidentally give them technology that they aren't prepared for and their infrastructure complete completely um like destroys the planet within two years hmm Mm. So, okay, mm. gotta be careful. Fuck. Okay, if I get Isakhead somewhere, it's gonna be the Polar Bear Cafe. <sighs> Cute and easy. No, relaxing. No, no risk I fucking of death. Chrome up. I yeah. am the. F- I'd be the first person <laughs> to get cyber psychosis. Yeah, no, to get like <laughs> fucking like USB implants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh shit. I would love. I would love. There was a thing going around um, the internet that like they were going to put, they were going to start putting chips 
in your hands so that when you paid for stuff, it's just in your hand. You just tap your hand on something. You just wave your hand yeah. somewhere. Fuck yeah. Fuck you want to do that. <laughs> okay. We're, let's, let's skip. All right. Let's bypass the, the political paranoia that, that I'm filled with. Okay. Yeah. Let's not, bypass not that. Like, on this. Just like, just the aesthetic of yeah. cyber. Because on, on the one hand, I, I feel you. But on the other hand, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, the, the world of cyberpunk 70, or yes, the world of cyberpunk edge owners is too bleak. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you want to go to the world where gold, Mr. Golden Hands gets his brains blow out, blown out, free, out of nowhere. I feel like like they're not. Well, free. there's truth to that. They're not free in a sense of like they're still confined to these like political constructs that we already have. Yeah, just in the a different socioeconomic way. constructs. You know, too. I was going to say that word, but I didn't want to sound like a smarty pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just um, but uh, but I feel like. I don't know where I was going. I made the joke. Now I don't know what my <laughs> brain is. Well, that the, the people are free there. Yeah. So, like, they're con- they're absolutely confined. They're absolutely, like... Um, they're free by virtue of... It's kind of a lawless state. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like... Like, here... If, like, here. <laughs> As if cyberpunk's real. <laughs> like, in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just yeah. How big do we think the gap is between Baltimore and cyberpunk edge runners? Well, it's supposed to be nice city. Is supposed to be like California. Yeah. Set in California, like so it could be. Oh, so I got nice weather. Be, yeah. See, yeah. not too far off. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, what? Say the question again. I keep losing the you. people being free. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So in. Like now, there's like all of these like um, things that are expected of you. You're expected to like uh, be a functioning member of society, get a real job, have kids, procreate, populate mm. the planet, like all of this stuff. Like not even like in in a larger sense, um, but also like just like within like your own family. Like mm. you know, like my parents don't push me to have kids, but I'm sure they're like, man, when this fucking bitch gonna have a grandkid? Or, mm. like, when are you going to get married? Like, when are you going to buy your house? Like, stuff mm. like that. Mm. Whereas I feel like in Night City, like, there's no ex- expectation. Like, a, like a, like a overall expectation of people in, in the, in, in the existence. You know, they're just like, whatever mm. they can do to survive, that's how they live their life. Mm. And that seems pretty cool to me. <laughs> I do understand what you say. I wonder if this is true for the entire city or just true for the characters that we have seen. Mm. You know, that we see the seedy underbelly, you know, the seedy underbelly of Night City, but well, we are there the opposite side of that? Yeah, are there like middle-class urbanites that are going to the movies and then going out to eat and going home with their 5-year-old? Maybe, but I'd also love to go to the movies and and um, in cyberpunk. Yeah, I know that'd be kind of cool. All the neon lights everywhere. Yeah, well, this is why I love the Ghost in the Shell live action so mm. much is because you can see the cyber world in like quote unquote IRL. Like, yeah, mm. it's like a fully realized world that I cannot live in, and I really want to. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I kind of wanted to ask everyone to make a list of their favorite cyberpunk anime. Uh, to see like where this fits in because like yeah like it 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 has it has all the elements of cyberpunk 
but you know it has vibe it has more style it has different style yeah right It, it feels more cyber and more punk than most of the things that are called cyberpunk because people yeah. say the ghost in the shell is cyberpunk mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I understand why ghost in the shell fits under the umbrella of cyberpunk but there's a big gap between ghost in the shell and cyberpunk edge runners mm-hmm. yeah i think well there's a there's a show uh cyber city oedo 808 i think mm. that is the closest thing i've seen to this like visually and plot wise mm-hmm. uh i mean even there's a um there's i guess bubblegum crisis fits in that as well speaking of uh lowly characters there's a character called nana who's like pink hair she has pink hair and she's mm-hmm. really short and petite well it's mm. either pink or teal you know it has to be one or the other Not yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um I think design wise, uh, so I, I, so you know how they have, there's this thing called rim lighting, right? Where they have the pink on one side and like blue on another. Mm-hmm. What's that know? called? Rim lighting. Rim lighting. Yeah. Okay. And one of those, I think that is, they don't see that in anime basically. Um, and that's all because of Yo, Yoshinari. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the one who suggested it. And well, it worked in BNA. It, yeah, that's true. So I wonder if he, he, was responsible for it in that as well mm. but like to this it's like a it's like a it's really hard to animate basically because you have to draw two different directional lighting usually in animators one direction of lighting left right top bottom whatever it may be so yeah there's animation of the lighting plus the characters plus the backgrounds mm. but like the skill the level of skill in this uh series is insane i feel like without that Eh, would the plot be good? I don't know. The plot is good. The plot is still good. But I get all these elements together is yeah. what I'm trying to say is... It really is like uh, all, everyone all in mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. yeah. every single part of the anime, the music, the animation, like uh, visuals, whatever, everything plays in itself and it fits so well together with the vibe of cyberpunk mm-hmm. and we- the story. Right. But I guess all I was to say is like it fits. It still fits in the cyberpunk world. But I, I think, you know, did it define? Did it redefine the genre? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Will there be more shows set? I know Akadama mm-hmm. Drive is something that some. It's, it's been on my radar. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it yet. I see people talking but, about it on yeah. our Discord. It's um, it has the same vibes, but it's more um, it's stylized in a very different way because okay. it's like the Danganronpa um. Uh, character designer mm, right um but it is it does give you that vibe and it's definitely it's it's like every episode there's a battle <laughs> so yeah it gets mm. repetitive but it's like the fights are really cool the setting is extremely cool um i don't think it's as cyberpunk as cyberpunk is mm. but it is really cool mm. Mm. well should we dig into the story a little bit <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we can. But uh, well, actually, even before the story, the number one question I had was how much of the TV show is in the video game? Basically none. None. <laughs> okay. So all new characters. Yes. Uh, there's Adam Smasher. He's 
He has probably a boss, the right? only character that you will play with mm-hmm. in the uh, in the game. Mm-hmm. And there's this characters with the eyes. There's like that group the gang with the multiple eyes, red eyes on their face. Mm-hmm. Remember that scene where the death, I think it's death metal or whatever it was playing in the background. Yeah. Um, it's part of the montage when David is growing closer to Maine and, and the crew. Exactly. Yep. Um, I can't recall what they're called. Mel- Maelstroms. 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 Yeah. That I hope that's a question. Um, I wish they might. Maybe it'd be cool if they did. Like, what if they had a? Uh, this takes place a year ahead of the game. Um, but what if they had like hmm. some flashback to, I don't know, uh, Silverhand or something else that happened mm-hmm. sixty years before. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just to tie it in more. Mm. But yeah, do we do we get any further insight into the? political landscape in the video games because we can see in edge runners that you know there's arasaka and there's militech and they're having this corporate war with each other but we don't see any broader context for these corporations yeah and oh yeah in the game there's much more Mm. um backstory and like why how how arasaka became arasaka why Militech okay. is sort of the uh, opposing force, if you will, mm. to in the world, and like why even um, you know Edge Runners exist. Mm. You know, uh, the yeah. Edge Runners in the game is like a class of people. Uh huh. Right. So, and you can build your character to fit still skill sets mm. to go in one direction. Like if you want to be a hacker, then you, yes, you add points right. to that, to that's a certain category. Right. Yeah. That's I what really, I really, I think Lucy is cool. As fuck. <laughs> that's yeah. the right direction I went. Yeah. And you, so you could like hack someone when you first start, it may take you like five seconds to hack someone mm-hmm. by the end, you spend all your points to, to upgrade different, uh, cyberware. And then within like fraction of a second, you could hack like five people mm-hmm. right. and their head bursts. Yeah. And they're like, right. ah, mm-hmm. catch on fire. Cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is, is cyber psychosis in the game too? Uh, that's a question for Jeffrey. That is something more explored in the anime. Mm. Yeah. Though the main character has this construct, uh, like it forcibly put into their their neck, their chip, mm. uh, their port, whatever you want to call it, and that's where you get Silverhand. Mm. Um, so they're like fighting for consciousness. You know, she can. Your main character V can see Silverhand, but no one else can. So eventually, this this huh. construct starts to basically like change their DNA, and they you know they're growing to like the the main character will uh, eventually is growing tumors. Spoiler uh, um, in their brain, um, so they're dying. So uh-huh. you're you're constantly going through this state of having to take meds in that way. Yeah. So I guess they parallel each other. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, you're like you're basically gonna die. V is gonna die, um, just like David. <laughs> yes, or or do you? Oh. You have options. Right. You have okay. options in the game. How many immunosuppressants do you get in the game? 
you can take I, you can consume all kinds of things in the game. <laughs> I know. I you know. pick up shit from the street. Yeah, you can consume like soda. Yeah. Uh, right. like certain things give you certain abilities. Like oh, you get added endurance if you if you uh, eat this snack, you know, mm-hmm. or you, if you you can drink alcohol and it does the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. It's like an RPG. Yeah, it's an RPG story. Yeah. But all that being said, I went into this with no game knowledge, and I didn't find that hampered my enjoyment or understanding of the show at all. You don't need any prior experience with Cyberpunk, the video game, mm-hmm. to just dive right mm-hmm. into Cyberpunk, the anime, and, and get it full throttle. Yeah, I was under the impression, yeah, that it was more like if you knew the video game, the anime is just that much more rewarding to watch because it's full of references, but... Uh, it's not a prerequisite at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think we talked about one another series in that regard, about having a backstory before you watched it. I'm drawing a blank on it, but um, something we talked about recently. It doesn't matter. Um, hmm. Legend of the Galactic Hero? No, definitely not that one. You've mentioned it twice already. You are now flagged. um the coolest thing about cyberpunk to me is that um you get thrown into the world and they start just spewing out all these vocab terms of Mm -hmm. like cyber um like cyberware and stuff like that um and nobody tells you what they are and i love that because a lot of it is in context, out of context. A lot of it is like you will find out later when you need to know. But I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. All the new terms that I learned. I agree. I think they did a great job coming up with the script that's so full of slang terms. And uh, in some ways, I want to say techno babble, but it's not techno babble because it's not really babble. I mean, no. It just sounds the way that people would actually talk to each other yeah. um, in context. Mm-hmm. And it is at once kind of like exciting and new, but also totally understandable and and reasonable as a viewer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rebecca says one of my favorite lines in all of the TV series. And she goes, next time I see you, you're a fucking flat line. Oh, mm-hmm. fucking sick mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. gonna die oh my god <laughs> yeah so cool so in the first in the first episode when david's mom dies uh fucking brutal you get to see how the world the system is set up right mm-hmm. because i know and we yeah, have this is why we need universal health care <laughs> i wrote that in bold letters on yeah. my fucking notes because like if you have platinum service, you get the works. Yeah. You get saved. If you only got if you don't have anything, the fact that they just leave you that like you yeah. have to pay for visitors, like you have to pay for people to be able to come and visit you is insane to I me. No, this is like my, my worst fucking nightmare Literally. of capitalism gone out of control. I love Dystopia. that he hacks into his in into his apartment though. He like busts in through a vent every single time. Like it's like mm-hmm. He doesn't have the money to pay the rent because he's literally a child whose mm-hmm. mom has just passed away um, and they were already struggling and he's like, no, fuck this. I'm just going to go in through the back door. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dire straits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, his apartment is so cool. 
In some ways, yes, but in other ways, imagine if your washing machine just shut off. <laughs> that would suck. Wash. But the fact that there's like signs on the wall that's like shower, bathroom. I know. <laughs> like, I think that's a replica of the uh, one in the game. Yeah, the V. The v first apartment, first right? apartment you get, yeah. and you can get multiple ones. You can get like the fanciest apartments mm. in the game, or you can mm. get the like shittiest apartments. They look like right. You, you know. gotta move. You gotta move each time. Moving sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you got not in Cyberpunk. I feel like they just pack your shit up for you. It's yeah. like robots coming. Oh, pack well, that's your shit up for fucking you. sweet. The future's bright. That's what I'm of, saying. It's part of the moving package you get right. with your healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just I, I, you know, the way the way I felt watching them medics look at David's mom and be like, "Oh, she's not a client," and then mm-hmm. they just run off. Oh. It's like, dude, dude, that is I don't so know who bleak. In this world strives to be a medic. What do they call it? Max Tac. Next half, yeah. yeah. I don't know who the fuck would ever strive to be that, because like. So I, I read online that Max Tech were people that underwent cyber psychosis were captured alive and rehabilitated. Oh. Interesting. So they're they're all like That's super souped up, um, you know, like chromed out individuals. Yeah. Oh, they're chrome junkies. Well, yeah, chrome junkies. They are yeah. scary. Yeah. In the game, they're scary. I like. I'm terrified of them. <laughs> they're yeah. you know like the militarized medics. Them. Yeah. Well, they 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 uh, they come across not exactly as terrifying in the anime, but I mean they are. I think they're terrifying in universe. You know, mm-hmm. I mean they're serious business. There's no getting. There's no getting out of that. Yeah. Um. Oh, we didn't talk about the main. So the the first character we meet is uh the dude as go that's having cyber psychosis or whatever uh, yeah. it's going nuts yeah and he's got the Sand- Sandavista. Sandavista. yeah the spinal spinal implant that is such a cool fucking implant mm-hmm. a whole mm-hmm. cyber spine yeah yeah <laughs> not me not me i'm, oh I'm looking God. at all these people getting chromed up i'm like dude I, there's no, no way i would, I would never do that be a chrome junkie not me not me do you know that do you know the character in um shit now okay so there's a character i'm pretty sure there's a character in maytel that's completely robotic like silver but i'm thinking maybe it's in space adventure cobra um but there's a character well they're looking there's there's numerous robot people in Galaxy Express 999 or like yeah. fully fully borged out, fully chromed individuals. It just makes me think like there's well, there's a character in the game that looks a lot like a character out of those series, those oh, early 80s series, yeah. 70s series. But they're just like soup, they're just very robotic looking and uh sleek. Yeah. Very sleek and shiny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look like that. <laughs> Yeah, not me. I, I feel like, man, I, I didn't even want to get a, a smartphone. I don't want to chrome yeah, no. my physical body. You know, you're going to get left behind real quick, Dan. You got to be up with the new tech. So that by yeah. the time you're older, you're not like, oh, man, where do I tap my card? What is a tap even? My cards don't tap. <laughs> okay, well, let's bring you bring you to 2023 first. So yeah. We can bring you into 2077. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I'll just be left, left behind, unable to work. Just be like some weird off the grid organic loser. Yeah. yeah, I got an RFID blocking wallet for Christmas. I know it was fucking so. cool. 
I'm you're, under the you're attack. A, yeah, you're at twenty thirty five right now. Yeah, how the fuck yeah I am. You can't get my info. Or if I blocking you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, here's a picture of Crystal Boy. Uh oh, there's just a background of okay, there it is. So this guy's from uh, Space Adventure Cobra. He's an evildoer. Oh, he looks like Soul Surfer. What's his name? Silver, Silver Surfer. Surfer. Silver Surfer. Oh my God, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Soul Surfer. <laughs> Soul Surfer. <laughs> I forgot that we're in person. I can just like show you what I'm looking at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hope our vibes are are high, guys, because we're in person. They I'm feel high. They feel high. Yeah. And Jeff in the face in real life. Mm. I like constantly. I'm constantly reminded that I'm looking through a screen through a screen and that there's a delay and there's mm. so it doesn't feel natural yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah i'll never get used to it so there's this um hearing aid mm-hmm. that it goes into your ear but then there's like a little paddle thing that attaches to the back of your head or wherever part of your head you want it to and it um transmits everything through the through your actual brain like through your, it vibrates your skull. And I have um, headphones that do that too. Um, Rocco calls them skull crushers, but they are bone conducting um, headphones. So they don't actually go in my ear. They just vibrate my temple bone mm. and it puts sound into my head. Oh, I remember these. Okay. Yeah. So you can hear, you can hear, you can hear everything around you. Mm-hmm. But you can also hear, the music, the music vibrating through your. I guess it's the same way that um, huh. hearing aids work. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. They have versions of that, but the way to communicate in cyberpunk edge runners is similar to a ghost in a shell. Little notifications in your brain. Yeah, and that sound effect is the same in, in the video game. Yeah, but I. Um, I, did you guys have a hard time w- watching the subtitles and like reading the type on the screen? I didn't read the type. I just read the subtitles. Okay. Really? Did it? it, it uh, mine screen. went away. Uh-huh. Like the subtitles went away at the bottom of the screen. So I was forced to read what was in the speech bubbles. Yeah, I, I only read the speech bubbles. And also parts of the speech bubbles would repeat the same word. It'd be like now, now. And yeah. then start a new sentence, yeah, yeah. and I thought that was weird. Uh, but I thought that might have been just like, a, oh, this is the glitch in the system. Oh, yeah. I just assumed that was the vernacular of the time. That's just uh, how people talked. Mm. They didn't disappear on my subtitles, so I, I just I can't remember. read the subtitles. Interesting. But I think the way they communicate is so cool. Mm-hmm. And if I could, I would. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So David doing uh, some JoJo attacks in school before he gets the spinal tap, <laughs> spinal gear, spine gear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like his whole transformation from just kind of weakling high school kid to, you know, I need to protect. Well, what is he protecting? His mom died. Yeah. Protecting, protecting his self. What? Yeah. What is he protecting? I think that's a good question. And I was I was reflecting on this as I drove into Baltimore today. That David makes the point that he has been entrusted with with goals or with dreams from his mom and from Maine. He says these characters, these people in his life, died and left him so much to do. 
Now, what he thinks he has been left to do, I'm not totally sure. I mean, his mom wants him to be a success, wants him to stand on top of Arasaka Tower. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, parents, I'm, I'm confident that Gloria, Gloria, that's her name? Mm-hmm. I'm confident that Gloria was not so held up on David literally becoming an Arasaka executive and standing on the top of the tower. I'm sure she just wanted David to have a comfortable, reasonable life mm-hmm. and be happy. Yeah. There's many different avenues to this. You don't need to be you know, on top of Arasaka Tower to, to accomplish this. It's so funny. Like Parents like project their own wants onto their children in, in the sense of like a very specific goal mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. which like might not actually be the case, but because they think that they're not capable of understanding that they want a general sense of success and not just like, uh, he, I want you to be a, like a corpo. I want you yeah. to go corpo, but like kids don't understand that. So when you tell them that you want them to do something specific, they think that they have to do that specific thing. Yeah. Yeah, there is there is truth to that. Because it's I, happened a couple times in my life where I'm like, did you say that to me then? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is true, and there are certainly parents that project or that look for their children to fulfill their own personal dreams. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe that maybe one could argue that that's even the norm. Although I'm not convinced it is. That certainly wasn't my relationship with my parents. Thankfully. Um, and I'm also thinking of, of Maine, that Maine, that David is supposed to inherit Maine's dream, but is it Maine's dream just to keep everybody safe and take care of everyone? I mean, again, there's several different avenues of this. And so somebody on the internet made the point that by episode eight feasibly they would have enough that feasibly david and lucy would have enough money that they could just fuck off and go to the moon and just not worry about this shit anymore and i recognize that well this could i think that this could be true i mean they seem to think this was definitely true based on the number of eddies flying around on screen and kind of assuming making assumptions about um, how much they're actually, how much money they're actually making, and and their cost of living, their their standard of living. I just, I just had this parallel in my head of Battle Angel Lita and their uh, Lita, and I'm drawing a blink on the other the guy's character's name where they yeah, want to go the up doc. to the well, her friend, uh, oh, the love yeah, interest, the kid, yeah, yeah, and they want to go, they want to leave uh, their city and mm-hmm. go up to the cat, like what are they called? I can't think of the name of it, but there's a flying city. Yeah, and that's where all the wealthy people live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's their dream. Like that's their mm-hmm. essentially like that's a similar similar like mindset to have. Well, I was under the impression that the moon isn't inhabitable yet, or there isn't like actual people living on the moon. That you just went to there. It was like a tourist attraction. Like, oh, I was. Oh, under, we go to the. I moon. was under the impression it's that, like Disneyland. Okay, I, I, I there is. Yeah. reason to think that i was under the impression mm. based on the way david describes the moon in episode two i was under the impression that people did live there but it was like uh 
like the frontier it was like living living at this like r- rural uh, rural outpost in the wilderness practically right you know that they, they you're um yeah they don't have amenities and it's not comfortable and it's not so nice all the way out on the moon but you know there are people living there they're living the hard life out on the edge of the world you know this is mm. like it would be like uh like the Oregon Trail figuratively, right? That like the moon is Oregon. It's not really civilized yet. It's not right. settled. But there are people out there going about their business. But mm. why would you ever want to go all the way out there? You know, mm. that was that was the way that I read it. But I understand why mm. you um, have the other impression. Mm. Because when I get there, she doesn't stay. Yeah, well, she's, I assume that she did. I assume she just flat out fucking moved uh, there. You said moon tours. That's all I said. Didn't yeah, but you know, even I mean, I, I went to you know, you can you can go somewhere and do the touristy shit. You know, like I mean, people live in Dubai, but they still might go on uh, like little desert safari, dune buggy things. You know, like. You can go hang out in the middle of the desert for a while, but you still go back to Dubai at the end of the day and go back to your apartment and go to sleep. Mm. <laughs> mm. This is the story of uh, from Rags to Riches. Is he like is he Scar? Is David Scarface? Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> the, uh, well, a, a little him. bit, a little bit, in my opinion, and that that's that's what I was thinking on on the drive here that. Um, Chris, yeah, speaking of Dubai, it was it was Chris and I had a, a conversation along the way that that stuck with me over the years where he was describing I forget I forget exactly what he termed it, but but like a, addiction to activity or like an addiction to um to success or something, or like when you just keep going through the motions of whatever activity it is or hobby or passion or career or whatever pursuit. And you keep doing the same action over and over again, chasing some kind of high that never really comes. And you, you start to wonder like, why am I always going in circles in this, um, in this activity, right? Like, why do I keep doing the same thing? Um, it's not necessarily like like I don't need to, uh, but that it, but I can't stop. You know, mm. I'm not sure if I'm describing this exactly right, but like we were really talking about this, yeah, in in the context of um, some of Chris's hobbies and and some of yeah, certainly some of my hobbies as well. You know, we're like, you know, if you're touring with bands, you just like keep going and doing the next tour keep doing the next tour but like you know eventually you've done a lot of touring and you're kind of like okay like why am i still doing this exactly like mm-hmm. i've i've already done these experiences and accomplished things but i just keep doing spinning the wheel keeps spinning forever and ever and uh, what is what is the end point you know what is the goal what is the next step after this at, at what point am i supposed to say okay i've i've finished now i'm completed now like i can move on my life can can move forward is there value in moving forward is that the right way of viewing your life and i i thought about that watching 
uh, with this rewatch, thinking about David and Lucy, you know, getting the money, they could feasibly go to the moon, but they don't. They never really stop. And you know, why, why, why are they? Why do they keep doing these jobs? Why do they keep taking bigger and bigger risks? What is, what's the point of having all this money? What are they trying to accomplish? Well, I don't know if it's them taking on jobs, but I think it's like Chainsaw Man where something just happens and then they've got to react to this thing that's outside of their control. Well, I think it's, Chainsaw Man is their day job to go fight devils. If they didn't do this, they would be killed but, but the also, bad they guys just are wouldn't coming have a to job. them. The bad guys are coming to them during their during them during like the day, but, fucking but, it up. Well, think of think of the final job in Cyberpunk Edge Runners. He could have just told Faraday, "No, I'm not. It's too risky. I'm not interested." But then he would have lost everyone. How? Because Lucy was caught up in it. Um... He was caught up in it. I mean, if the they, whole group was caught up in it. Well, it's not I mean, like at, at that time, at that, it, I want to exclude Lucy's situation from this because that was slightly separate. And he didn't know that Lucy was caught up into in it when he took the job like that, that that was a separate thing from from the knowledge that he had. This was, you know, a, a Big job, high risk, high reward. It will really build the crew's reputation. It will make us major players in you know the world of edge running. Every time I say edge running, I think of edging. <laughs> um, but yeah, it would make us really big in the world of cyberpunk. And but but why? What is what is the end goal of this? Why do you why do you want to be really big? I mean, I, in some ways, it's like everybody wants to be really big, be, right? Everybody to wants successful. to be the yeah. Everybody wants to be the best. Everybody he's wants living for to be other successful. people. That's like a, David's entire story. He says repeatedly mm. throughout the entire series that he has nothing left to live for. Yeah. So he's going to make sure that the people he loves has the things that they need. So mm. I feel like the reason why he's continuously like striving to make a name for himself as one so that he can get more Eddie's so that Lucy can have whatever life she wants mm-hmm, to have. Mm-hmm. But also because his mom really wanted him to be a success and that's the, his idea of success. Yeah. I think, I think he needs a healthier version of success or, or slightly toned down. Well, literally version all of, of them need a healthier version of success, but <laughs> yeah. they're, yeah, in the, they're in the underbelly. He tasted, yeah. he tasted that power of the, uh, cyber, Netic enhancements and now he's mm-hmm. like i need some more cyberware more chrome i need more chrome yeah i'm gonna get chromed out and yeah. it's like i guess it also you could compare it to like people who work out and lift who are like who are um bodybuilders yeah bodybuilders essentially mm-hmm. i'm not saying that like there's there's a negative there's a i guess there's a there could be a negative aspect of that like with doping and things like that but uh, like when do you stop? Like do you get as big as you can? Yeah, and then yeah, you, just, yeah. you know, like what, when, what's what's the end game? When, what is the end game? When do you stop? This is what I was talking about with with Chris and what I thought about on the way here. When when does it all stop? I think when you're when you're in such a risky line of business where your daily your your business is like gambling with your life, it can't be that different from gambling in a casino. You know, where in so far as you go into the casino, you think about how much can I afford to lose? 
And at what point do I consider this a victory and walk away? Mm-hmm. And they they make those kinds of judgments in. Um, I don't know. I feel like that that kind of of line of logic comes a lot in drug dealing movies where people get into dealing drugs or like, isn't this kind of the story of breaking bad in a way well, where like and Ozark. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, totally. O- Ozark. I didn't yeah. watch a lot of it's Ozark. Like, but Ozark's but, based off of, well, yeah, based off, but it's where, very, like, like they, they come into by. it with a, a specific financial goal in mind. Sure. And say, I'm going to deal drugs until I meet this goal. Then I'm going to get out, but they don't ever, ever actually get out. No, because shit keeps happening because, because the bad guys don't stop coming. Cause you decide that you're not, uh, edge runner anymore that you're not going to be in the in that world bad guys are still going to come after you well there's truth in that but they don't know i mean david doesn't know that they're after him he could have just said no to faraday i mean faraday would have had to find some other way to come after him but uh he could have just said no we we got enough money we don't need we don't need five faraday was after the um his spinal implant the whole time he was at first. I think he was just after David as an individual after a certain point. But, but, yeah. but Faraday, like David, didn't know that. So it, it it's not like that impacted his decision to I take the know. job. I think he knew a little bit. What kills me is that he uh, David could have took Arasaka up on his offer to come back to school, right? And like after rewatch, I'm like, you could have like turned all this around essentially, uh, but. At the end of the day, even if he had, let's say he did take the deal with Arasaka, Arasaka probably would have just used him as a tool anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because that's essentially what they wanted. They wanted him like, okay, he's a new, he works really well with this um, Sanvista and he's, you know, he's capable. He's a high, high potential. Yes. To, uh, to work, you know, as a puppet, essentially. Um, but yeah, like I, there's a part of me that wishes, uh, I want to know what happened if he did take that road mm-hmm. that fork mm-hmm. in the road like just gone back to school yeah. stay in school kids <laughs> stay in school kids just kidding don't go to school drop out drop out right <laughs> now it works so out. well for all the characters of cyberpunk edge runners <laughs> uh and the kids in uh akira yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i thought about you know David being addicted to the game. Maybe that's the right way of putting it. Being addicted to the game. Mm. It's not even about winning or losing anymore. It's just playing. You he just want to keep playing. He got, yeah. pi- he got he got picked on. He was like the, he was scum, you know? That's, mm. At least that's how people treated him. Even his mom, like his, like everyone treated them poorly. And I feel like he had, he had a lot to prove to everybody. Mm. So when he did get chromed up and he could take all the cybernetic implants and stuff like that, he was like, all right, I'm fucking special now. Cause like, uh, not many people can do this. So yeah, I'm going to show people how special I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And another moment that really had me thinking was when David runs out of the car and uh, when Maine goes, um, cyber psycho and, is about to get max tacked and David runs back into the building and it's like, we're going to get you out of this. I'm going to save you. I'm going to stand here and shoot him up with you and come get us motherfuckers. And, but he's like clearly freaking out, you Mm know, I just thought about like, on the one hand I get it, or maybe I felt like a younger me understood 
but me where I'm at now was like, man, you should stay in that car with Lucy, man. She's fucking hot. <laughs> She's cool. Like, you know, like just, just stick around with, with your lover girl. And, you know, I feel for you, man, but it's just, just like kind of your, your problem that you've created on yourself. And it's not David's responsibility to fix this. And yeah. maybe he is a priorities, you know, priority, prioritize that girl, Lucy foolish i think everybody just ran out of time and had 10 episodes yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and when when uh main kills uh nori or what's the what's his girlfriend's name um oh yeah uh, yeah yeah the dorio. Uh, dorio dorio yeah which is somebody from jojo's bizarre adventure right is not one of the bad guys in part five it sounds familiar. Yeah, sounds I Italian so. to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yes, he's definitely. You don't got to look it up. Don't risk it. <laughs> don't risk it. <laughs> Let us know on the Discord if I'm right. <laughs> We're not looking it up. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, from the very beginning, like Gloria ran out of time. Maine ran out of time. The the skinny boy brother ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lucy ran out of time. Yeah, time is fleeting. We got to cherish our time with with individuals. I mean, this is a a pretty consistent message across cultures and media in general. To uh, I mean, I love you. Mm-hmm. You're my friend. Mm-hmm. I love you too. Oh. Oh. Touching, touching hands now. Yeah. Damn it! He got seven. I know, there's never enough time. I was thinking about the bowling. That could be our last night together. Um, and I would fucking love it because I would beat all you bitches. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I mean and and if you think about like our world now, like is way faster than we were when we were growing up. Time moves so fast. And if you can imagine having all of this like cyberness at your brainstem, you know, like I feel like time would move exponentially faster in this like cyber world. Yeah. 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 Just like the rate of information. Cause we have, there's like, there's a lot of information going out. <laughs> no. Supposedly this story of cyberpunk end runners takes place within like one calendar year, a little bit over one calendar year. Okay. But that seems faster than I would have expected when I just watched it on my own. You know, when, yeah. when they have these time lapses, I assume these like the, because they have two big time skips, right? They got the big time skip of David first Blowing joining. The fuck to, up. Yeah. Well, they got that time skip too. <laughs> they got the time skip of David glowing up after Maine gets killed. But then they also have a bit of a time skip of David joining the group versus and and they have the montage showing all of his various adventures and experiences mm-hmm. and how he the, the the group becomes a fully fledged team and and David becomes a member of of their tight knit circle of friends mm-hmm. uh, and I just assume that those are taking place over like a year or two mm-hmm. rather than a couple of weeks or maybe even a couple of months. Um, it's like what they really just did all that in one summer. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, he dropped out of school. 
Yeah, so I guess he he got every day. Yeah. Know? And that's what he, um, once he, you know, saw what Lucy could do, he was like, oh, fuck, I want to yeah. get me in on that. Give me another. This also would have all been, there would have been no story if Lucy just said straight up, like, Arasaka's after you. Like, I'm going to help. I'm trying to yeah, help you here. The lack of <laughs> communication between Lucy and David was, it was a shame. Yeah. It really was. Because the whole time I'm like, it, like, I think it's like the second to last episode. I'm like fucking screaming at the TV. Like, why don't you just litter? She's like, I can't say. And he's like, all right, well, we should break up then. We should go our separate ways. And she's like, no, that's not what I want. And I'm like, bitch, then tell him what you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understood her I, reluctance to say anything. I think I understood. Mm hmm. Because he, she doesn't want David to feel like she, like he is being chased the same way that she has felt chased by Arasaka, and she didn't want David to worry. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. He she, was already she worried enough. She, yeah, she you know should have I mean? explained more clearly what what she was doing and why she was doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was doing anybody any great favors and a. Yeah, in a practical sense, and by her silence. Yeah, in the process. Yeah, yeah, because the whole whole situation would have been way different if she had just told David more clearly. Like you were in Arasaka's files; they have an awareness of you as having a special. Uh, um, so you need to watch out for traps. Yeah, Hello. so we got to be double careful, you know, about the things we do, or maybe just get in good with Militech, you know, and yeah. st- stay away from Arasaka. I like that character a lot, Jimmy, the Jimmy character, the one I try to kidnap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Amelia, like, Amelia and I both looking at you like, oh, that's on us. No, because, because you're correct. No, yeah. because I was thinking, I was trying to, I was like, eh, but. Is that the guy that would make the the, the gory um, videos? Yeah, the gory videos. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, yeah. dude, what? Yeah, that's the people him? people watching these gory videos, like that's fucked up, man. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I'm. You, you want to do that? No, I'm trying to wonder why they haven't um, cyber sex with little plugs on their penises. <laughs> wait why they do or why they don't yeah like why like all out in the open like no like yeah there's like yeah there ain't no the shame there ain't no shame no shame yeah we're the human the human being it's a sexual being isn't there's another there um in um in what's the one what's the fucking one dead leaves yeah there's that there's this penis pump scene yeah yep. yeah yeah i thought that was a our harkening straight back to that yeah <laughs> back to that i was like damn because they don't have anything like that in the, in the game there's Oh, word! Interesting. I mean, you can you can uh, hire a prostitute, mm. sex worker. I think, yeah. In a couple, in a couple parts of the game, you can. I feel like you can. Yeah, mm. but it's not like there's a lot of sex around you, but yeah. you ain't having a lot of sex. Yeah, necessarily. Yeah, ain't that, ain't that just life? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, one podcaster. Uh, listen to or like why why is everyone naked all the time you know why is david and uh loose just naked but naked you know i feel like the um, chrome things probably get hot right well yeah I, I also thought well a they're in their own home why wouldn't they be yeah but b i also figured it was a cultural thing because when you're all chromed up it's like 
not your own skin. Yeah, anymore. I think there's got to be a little bit of body dysmorphia going on where, like, you know, it's you, but it's not you, and and nudity comes across a little bit differently mm. culturally. That was my assumption. I didn't think about that, but I feel like that is a correct assumption. Yeah, there's a lot of advertising in the game. Really, hmm. like yeah. Different sexual services and the advertising yeah. in the game is so cool. It just like yeah, pops up. They're very, or you like drive underneath. Or you drive underneath like huge like neon signs that right. are like invisible. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, the character of Jimmy. I agree. He was quite who, interesting. Who's Jimmy? He he makes all the gory videos. Okay, He's got, that is the guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shoulder length hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets killed by the needle to the neck, oh. and Maine and his crew are just like, eh. well, oh, they're just like, guy. well, he smiles at the end because he knows that he's going to be brought back to life because he got that platinum insurance. Oh, is that why he smiles? Uh, I think so. I think they can just transfer his consciousness. Oh. Well, let me rethink that. <laughs> he said it out loud. Mm. I, I, I don't think that's a bad take. They do it in the game. But it's like uh, it's an, it's not fully worked out. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. he's got some. Uh, uh, he's on the list, the waiting yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, I, I thought he smiled because he was finally experiencing the kind of gory death that he had been crafting for mm-hmm. so long. That like I've made so much media, I've witnessed so much death. I've you know like helped dozens and dozens of people experience death. Hundreds of people experience death in these artificial ways. And now I too experience death, you know, it's a little bit of, of an emotional um, completion for him. That's how I read it. Interesting. But I, I was kind of, it was, it was interesting to me. David's response you could you could feel David's innocence a little bit, or his earnestness mm-hmm. by his concern for Jimmy, whereas the rest of Maine and his crew were like, "Oh, he That's died." Person. Yeah, right. They were like, "We thought, oh, he, he died." died. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for. Jimmy getting the needle like that. I didn't feel bad for Jimmy. He was a little bit of a dick. Yeah. He didn't know that David was about to try and murder him, but he could have at least signed something. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's true. You can't. He, if you're famous, you a little bit. Yeah. Especially if you're aloof and like nobody he's, knows really. Your exactly. Face he's a private guy. Okay, but <laughs> that means you really got to keep your fans. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another another thing that I thought was interesting was the way that the people at the highest parts of the food chain had the strongest bodies in a way that we often... It's like a flip of the way we often portray people of high authority. Like when you think of you know the, uh, the mob boss or the Yakuza boss, it's not normally the strongest guy in the room. It's normally some fucking old guy. You know, when you think of the politicians, corporate executives, they're not normally the strongest people in the room. They're just like people 
in some fashion that have risen to power through whatever means. But when you look at um, Tanaka, mm-hmm. you look at Faraday, these people are, they are, I mean, they're not literally the strongest people in the room because main clonks to knock out with one punch but uh, they're not exactly weak by any means and it's because everything is all chromed out right like tanaka is so strong because he is able to afford he is given by the corporation this immensely strong body that is very durable that knows how to fight that is you know has strength and physique and skill and speed um yeah, so it's, it's it's kind of an interesting way of displaying power to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's like everybody's everybody's physical strength is not totally um, predictable based on how much money they've sunk into chroming out their body. But well, because their body there's, has there's to be an able angle to take of that. It. Yeah, and if they can't take it, they got to take it out. So yeah. they can't be that tough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, spinal implant. You'd really get the spinal Hell implant? Hell the fuck, yes, I Damn, would. man. Not me. <laughs> Hell the Not fuck, me. Yes. There's no way. And I'll hand let... implants? Yeah. The hand ones? Gorilla. Gorilla arms. Gorilla yeah. hands, or whatever they're called. I would do that, because, like, man, working with your hands every day. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Get the lungs? I want the eyes. I want some kind of eye cyber thing. Hmm. I think those are cool. Not like the not like the Faraday. Not like the triple I thing. Or like Sele. But like Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> just like I don't know. Mm. Different. Different eyes. Same normal eyes. Just right. like with like cyber stuff in them. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. <laughs> Maybe some X-ray. Some see x-ray walls vision. or some yeah, shit. X-ray I don't vision. know. <laughs> Yeah, they can. Well, they connect. I believe uh, some of the attachments in the game connect to your gun. So, like, they have like smart abilities. Right. The guns will. They got will, the smart guns, and they 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 show those in the in the in the game in the anime, but they didn't really address like how they work or like yeah. like why they're there. You just okay. You accept that the bullets can curve, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's some there's some really cool enhancements in the game. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, and then you have Kiwi. We didn't talk about Kiwi too much. Oh, fuck that bitch. The uh, really? she's a flat really? line. The next time I see her, she, uh, interesting. Right at the uh, well, yeah, she was an inside an inside uh, informant. Well, I don't. Yeah, was she? she turned out that way. I don't think she was always that way. I think no. she made a conscious decision mm-hmm. along the way. And then she benefited her. It. Yeah, huh? and then she regretted it because yes. then she realized, <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I shouldn't have trusted anyone either. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, or yeah, and. and it's not. I think part of the game, sure, part of the game is not trusting anybody, but also part of the game is you know like deciding who you trust more than other people. Yeah, like I would trust David more than I would trust Faraday. Well, I, I, well, I say that based on what we see on screen. Like in practice, it's uh, communicated to the audience that Kiwi and Faraday go way back. You know that they have a very tight working relationship. So maybe there's ample reason for Kiwi to trust Faraday. Hmm. Yeah. Because it, it seems to me like Faraday, like that sure Maine was the one that was um, 
the go-between. Yeah, the normal. Like he was the one that was dealing with Faraday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I love the way that Maine. Yeah, Maine was a great boss, right? He sticks up for his crew. He doesn't never throws anybody under the bus mm-hmm. when he when he communicates with Faraday. He takes um, all the good and bad all on himself. He never. Um, yeah, like when things go bad with with uh, taking the limo, you know, he doesn't go like, oh, well, the new guy fucked this up. You know, he like takes responsibility for the the crew. He never mm-hmm. throws anybody under the bus. Um, if I had a it, boss. If I had it my way, I would have John uh, Carlo Esposito play the same role in the Japanese dub. Mm. So you just say his lines in Japanese. <laughs> that would be my dream. I believe I was clear when I requested only the navigation data, not Arasaka corporate property. The less you know, the less I risk. Understand this and understand it fast. It is my place to see the larger picture. It is yours to listen. You will do as you're told. That is how our business is done. Are we clear? Yeah, very good. I'll be in touch. Uh Uh-huh. Who's that? Because he's one of the best voice actors in the show, at least in the in the English dub. Because uh, we were talking about that, right? Yeah. Like I like I like both versions for different reasons, but mm-hmm. Faraday is one of like I just got, I love his voice, mm. so I I would uh, maybe I like the dub more. Mm-hmm. And we watched the dub first, the English dub first, so I that was how. Well, in the first episode when at the convention. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So I, that's how I first watched it. Oh, okay. Second time I watched it in Japanese. Gotcha. Um, and then hmm. it's got our favorite, our other favorite guy, the Ripper Doc, voice acting in Japanese. Oh, yeah, yeah. Suda, yeah. whatever his name is. Kendra Suda? Yeah. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. 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 The Ripper Doc's cool as fuck. Ripper Doc's They're not cool. that cool in, in the game. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, main, main is the main person. That deals with Faraday. But uh, it seems to me, yeah, I think it's communicated in the show that that Kiwi is the one that knows Faraday first and oldest, that Maine's introduction to Faraday is through Kiwi. And then uh, Faraday starts working with Maine's crew because Maine got Kiwi on board and Faraday just has more faith in Kiwi. So it's kind of like, well, if Kiwi vouches for him, then I'm sure they're good. So at the end of the day, it's Faraday who really is the bad guy, ultimately. Like, he's the one that switches, does a switch yeah. on them. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a little bit like the... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of exactly the way this this anecdote is phrased, or this like parable, or whatever. But it's well, it's like it's like this the scorpion, where like you you save the scorpion and then it stings you, and you're like, why did you sting me? It's like, well, because I'm a scorpion. You know, <laughs> I mean, Faraday yeah. gonna be Faraday because he's just some piece of shit and fuck that guy. Yeah, he's you know, piece of shit for corpo. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't think any one way or another of him betraying anybody because I'm sure he would betray. Yeah, like of course he is. That's who he is. You should people ought to recognize that relatively easily. He's not not any. He's not someone that's loyal to anyone other than himself. And you can mm. see his like huge ego 
from the way he talks to his his crew where he's like here i am in this nice arasaka av is my first step up the corporate ladder and i'm so cool blah 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 you know and it's like yeah okay you're just some fucking guy get over it man you ain't no adam smasher you're just a dude yeah he's just some fucking guy um so I yeah I think about Kiwi on the motorcycle and Faraday's like no meet me at the point and then I'll give you the money if I'm Kiwi I'm like suspicious very suspicious but also <laughs> yeah but also like is also, it worth two million dollars like if she's supposed to pick up two million dollars that's a lot to why does she have to pick it up they could just email it well so their brain. She, she she must get it somewhere or another because she they managed to pay falco and lucy you know they managed to get all the money to falco hmm. you the eddies just go straight to your account yeah okay yeah. what are you picking the, up it's through the internet <laughs> yeah okay. picking up a check yeah there's no text <laughs> postal <in>. money order <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, it's easy to see, you know, you see an alert on your um, your visual monitor in your brain or whatever in your yeah. retina that says, oh, Dreddies have been tr- deposited in your account. Yeah. You are richer now. Or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to say, you do not start off with enough eddies in the game. I'm just saying. You never do. You got to hustle. You really got to fucking hustle. Yeah, yeah. Eddies. You got you to gotta farm kind of. You got to yeah. just go around and shoot the gang members mm-hmm. and collect their shit. Hmm. Yeah. Sell a lot of weapons. Hmm. Yeah, I... I I wouldn't hold it against Kiwi in the long run for for trying to play all these games. I would. Yeah, part of I mean, part of me feels like they had a it, crew. It was yeah, pretty tight knit. Yeah, yeah. And if you knew you weren't going to be a part of it in the end, I guess like the Eddie's probably is the main reason why you would stay you know your crew's gonna get a fuck ton of eddies especially if you can go behind their back to get more eddies but but i think it wasn't just the eddies it was the corporate immunity too yeah that was that was a big thing that faraday was was um kind of giving her giving her the uh yeah like the carrot yeah Yeah. Mm. so he makes the point to her that he's the only one with corporate immunity for the tanaka for killing tanaka so everybody else is on the Arasaka shit list, but Kiwi can get off the shit list if she double crosses everyone else. So it's like yeah. a, yeah, so free pass to safety. So I, on the one hand, yeah, I agree that it's fucked up. Yeah, that's just. And if I were on the receiving end, I probably wouldn't be so happy about this. But as a viewer, I, I felt sympathy for Kiwi. I understood her worldview and, and the line of logic of her actions. You know, it wasn't wasn't personal you know it was just business do you guys like the uh final like two sh- episodes of the uh, where oh. david gets the new armor new oh my god yeah new, loved new it rebecca's so fucking cool in those episodes she's True. just looking at david like you're a fucking idiot dude but i guess True. i have to help you yeah because mm-hmm. like if i don't you really are gonna die all of her facial expressions <laughs> are so funny to me <laughs> like huh <laughs> the fuck how hey, many you, immunosuppressants are you on right now dude yeah you gotta give it up for falco too falco is truly the unsung hero of oh, this yeah. group and mm-hmm. think about how falco uh one punch ko'd main 
and he took a direct hit. Granted, it wasn't like a heavy hit, but he took a direct hit from Adam Smasher and then just got up and ran off. <laughs> I mean, low-key, Falco is incredibly durable and strong. He's got a great sense of friendship. Mm-hmm. He's got a great sense of community. He's fun to hang out with, goes to the after party, hangs out with everybody, mm-hmm. he's joking around with Rebecca. Mm-hmm. He clearly also has a long-standing relationship with Kiwi. Mm-hmm. Uh Falco fucking cool, man. I would want him to drive VIP. me around. Yeah. Get the VIP? Yeah, I was watching this like Falco Falco like if I if, if I would I would want to be a driver too. I want to be like Falco. Yeah. If all these that, people I want to be like Falco. That's your cosplay. We were trying yeah. to get people to you, you oh, can I cosplay got the mustache. Yeah. Yeah, you cosplay Falco. It's not a bad idea. Get a vest. Think about it. It's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> you just grow your hair out. Mm. Right. It's a shame I got a haircut the other day. Uh, You can buy a wig. It's okay. (laughs) I'll just put some put some growth on my hair. You're not gonna wanna. You're gonna wanna. You're gonna wanna be with with the team. Yeah. At the convention when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna. Yeah. There'll be plenty of David's, Lucy's, and Rebecca's. But how many Falcos? Ah, so true. And, and you ain't going anywhere without your driver. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you could pick up. Uh, you could be an Uber driver. Yeah. What do we think of Mister Golden Hands? Who the fuck is that? He had golden hands. Yeah, the older brother. Oh, he died too soon. I don't give a fuck about him. Oh, dude, I, I, his his death was the first heart stop moment for me in the show. Uh, I was flabbergasted. Uh, it, to me, it had a huge emotional impact. Uh, but I, in the context of, of really reinforcing the nihilism and despair mm-hmm. of the world, it was a great piece of world building to have Mr. Golden Hands get, yeah, get, get KO'd, get killed off just, just like that. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Does totally random. Does die every episode? No, well, I'm sure somebody does. Out of the main, out of the main cast? No, but uh, like Gloria dies the first episode, then the brother dies, then um, yeah, brother dies in like episode four. Oh, okay. I think episode three, episode four. Don't look it up, Jeff. Cristela. <laughs> I might have written it down. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so who's your favorite characters? Character mm. or. Both of you, which character was your favorite? I want to say Lucy. Yeah. Because she's got the backstory. She's Mm. she's a well-rounded character. Oh, my gosh. The fact that... She's fucking cool. Yeah, she is. Because she can fucking hack the old net, which is the net that we have right now. (laughs) Okay. That little tidbit, I was like, what the fuck? This is the new net? There's a new net? I'm so excited whenever that happens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's the most versatile um and uh she reminds me of uh Katsu- uh fuck Marako from Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The sergeant. Yeah. So which I think it really they just stole her design. Main really that. reminds me of Bato. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very yeah, much yeah. a Bato character. Yeah. Kind of wish she had some kind of animal, to be honest. Hmm. Like a cyber animal. Or something. Cyber. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A robot dog. Yeah. If I had a favorite character. 
Well, it wouldn't be Adam Smasher. But yeah, I mean, on the one hand, Lucy, because she's hot. But on the other hand, Falco, because he's cool. Hmm. And I liked Mr. Golden Hands, because Mr. Golden Hands was like the jokester. He's like a party guy. Yeah. You know, and me, I like, I don't know, their whole crew, they're, you know, they had a little bit of the Straw Hat Pirates going on, right? Where, like, they obviously liked hanging out with each other. Yeah, I get and that And it reference. makes you want to hang out with them as a group. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think that's why I like Rebecca so much. Maybe I liked Kiwi the most. Maybe if I were going to hang out with any of them, I'd hang out with Kiwi. Of course you would. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to be opposite of me. You don't got a mouth, Dan. I almost called you Don. (laughs) Dan. (laughs) Of course. How do they eat? (laughs) They just like vacuum up their food. Ripper Don was cool. I don't know. I was like, that, vent, that mask she's wearing, it's just a big the big gap in her face. <laughs> I know. The big gap is, is like, damn, no, that, that's, a, that's, that's tough. <laughs> I don't know why she made that decision as opposed to the back of the neck just like get Lucy. get a cyber chin. <laughs> cyber chin. <laughs> yeah. Eh, well. The Ripper Doc was really cool. Yeah, Ripper Doc is cool. Hmm. And your favorite's Rebecca. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. People people were complaining about her death on the internet. I saw somebody commentating about how, uh, oh, deaths are supposed to have meaning and take the plot forward or whatever, and, and Rebecca's death was so meaningless, and they didn't have to do that, and blah, blah, blah. Why'd they do that? I felt like... It well, just solidifies it. the collateral damage of everybody's decisions. Yeah, I mean, they did it because this fucking cyberpunk edge runners, man. Yeah. That because nobody's safe, everybody's getting killed left, right, and center. People die, you know, live short, brutish lives and die ugly deaths at a young age. And mm-hmm. Rebecca's not exempt from this. Like everybody's getting killed all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Just thinking of uh, David's like Makima smushing people with his anti gravity thing when he gets yeah, all like fucking yeah. chromed out. Like, fuck, dude, man. it is gory. As it is shit. brutal. Yeah. It is brutally gory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is Adam is Adam Smasher as scary in the video game as he is in this? Yeah, I think so. He's he definitely has a he's kind of like a like a Darth Vader kind of character in that. Like you know he's you know he's a badass. But you mm-hmm. don't know how much of a badass he yeah. is until he fucking mm-hmm. strangles you with his hand, <laughs> you know, from five feet away. Um, but yeah, no, you 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 battle him uh, eventually, and yeah, he chases your ass around. So you better be prepped. Yeah. You better level up, Amelia. <laughs> okay, tips. Give me all the tips. <laughs> I need them. Uh, level up and. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you got the best outfit on. Yeah, make sure you, you get um, your Sando Vista. I was Sando really Vista. fucking. Uh, I do want that. I like. Um, I'm really fucking upset that my closet didn't come with more clothes, and I got to mm. go like find these people's clothes. Because <laughs> mm. like in yeah. the missions, I'm just like looking for clothes. I thought I thought Faraday, <laughs> I thought Faraday's death was very satisfying. I particularly like that he just oh, died yeah. by falling out that window and, and yeah, splattering. That was sick. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I, I thought that. that was well done. Especially when he gets like he gets he gets you know wounded pretty heavily on purpose. 
not completely crushed yeah. by the anti-gravity. Yeah. And, and then they, like uh, up. I guess the trauma team come in. Yeah. Go pick them up. And David shot, ain't having that. The shots out the window. Yeah. You see, the cyber skeleton returned to you as Oh, no, you don't. You ain't flatlining just yet. Adam Smasher, hurry! Go on, kill the boy! Who the fuck are you? Trauma team! This is 110812 to HQ. Securing. Thank God you made it. Damn, that's good. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting how Adam Smasher protected that high ranking Arasaka guy. The counterintelligence guy. Mm-hmm. He just dives right in and takes the bullets for him. No problem. I thought that, yeah, that was that was an interesting moment of like, oh, truly, he is like an Arasaka guy. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I I protect the high-ranking Arasaka, you know, staff. Yep. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, he's a tank. Um, Adam Smash is a tank in the game, but he does not as fast. Like, all the characters, some of the characters are fast. They, like, zip, go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And they kind of dodge bullets, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they're not, you know, they're not flying uh, across the screen at you necessarily. The, the, um, yeah, I feel like the villains and the bosses in the game could have had a higher level of difficulty. But with that said, I think I want to go back and play it on a higher difficulty level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's showing. Set easy. it up. Set it up. And I'm still Feel struggling. Easy. <laughs> I'm still struggling. Well, I think we've uh, covered a good amount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about this show for a minute. Yeah. I find it super interesting that I couldn't find anything negative, <laughs> like any negative reviews on the show. <laughs> like nobody's doing like, why cyberpunk sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, um, anime feminists, whatever they're called the podcast af mm. they didn't they didn't like it none of the, they had three people on there three guests and they were criticizing it for not being uh literarily like closer to what cyberpunk was in books and novels and they were saying like it's it's the neon lights without the punk like without the I don't know. Uh, but they got Antigama some, in the soundtrack. It's punk enough. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't necessarily buy their argument, but I, it made me think a little harder about like they're opposed. Why they were opposed to it over the, because I like to your point. Like everyone was positive and mm-hmm. hyping it up, and then it was the first time I heard a negative review of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also had to remember that they're looking at it from critical lens of being a feminist and like mm-hmm. so maybe they didn't like the nudity in it or i don't know like what it- i th- i always am on the argument of and that if women take back what they were taken from like i mm-hmm. think it's okay <laughs> like i don't think nudity needs to be negative especially if the person or character is consenting of their nudity because mm-hmm. it's empowering 
at that point. Mm. And it's not something that needs to be like, I don't know, criticized. I'm pretty sure. And I hope I'm not, I hope I'm not misremembering the the (laughs) podcast because I do listen to anime news network and they have, they say critical things as well. So, Oh really? Maybe I should watch them. I was trying to find bad reviews about this show. I'm like, why is everybody praising it? And like, I know why everybody's praising Mm. it, but I'm trying to find something negative about it, and mm. I can't. I just can't. I really can't. The uh, only thing negative is like Lucy, just girl, speak up, <laughs> just a little bit. You just you can watch it in one sitting if you really if you have the time. It's like a yeah. it's like a three it's a three hour movie or yeah. a two and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. I've watched it three times now. First subbed and then dubbed and then mm. English and then subbed again. Mm-hmm. Did you skip? Did you skip the openings and closings, Dan? No. I couldn't. It's too catchy. The songs are too catchy. <laughs> I watched them all. Okay. Even with, did you, can you turn off that in Netflix? Can you turn off that setting where it well, skips? The, I don't know. I just hit no? the button and say, didn't, you know, don't uh, skip. Continue watching. Yeah, continue. But sometimes you got to be quick. You yeah, do. You got to be seconds. quick. Yeah, you got to yeah, be quick. Yeah, five seconds. I feel like they keep increasing the speed. That was fun. <laughs> Netflix sucks. <laughs> like like five years ago, it would have took you know it would have gave you a long time to yeah. give a whole minute. Skip it. Is, is this inflation? Yeah. Well, ten out of ten. One of my favorite shows from the year. It's yeah. going to be on my list. It's going to be on mine. It's going to be on mine. Ooh. Ten out of ten. Uh, I ten loved out of ten. the. Uh, no, I said it first. Especially. <laughs> So combined, we're giving it a 20 out of 10, me and Amelia. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I loved uh, the last, when when um, I Want to Stay at Your House Tonight or whatever that song is, yeah. when that comes on in the last episode mm-hmm. and it really brings the emotional arc full circle, uh, is, is brilliant. Is really brilliant. And when that song comes on and Lucy's on the moon and looking at the sun and she has the mental image of David, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it's some of the best Imaishi work. And once again, he, he continues to be a man that knows what I want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Imaishi knows what I want, what I really, really want. Over and over again. <laughs> so th- i i you know imaishi did a, a reddit thing where people could ask him questions so it is official that the one thing they left out of the show that they wanted to put in the only thing that they didn't that they weren't allowed to or like didn't didn't f- squeeze in there was david's penis really you're yeah. lying to me. I'm lying to you. I, You're can lying pull to it, me. I can pull it up on my phone. Interesting. Oh, why they leave it? Because there were a lot of titties and a lot of yeah, a lot of wow ass. Let's mm-hmm. objectify men this time. <laughs> 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 men need a little objectification. Like, would it be even like you know as an animated drawing? Would it be more? I mean, you see, you see sculptures and paintings, Renaissance paintings of nude men and women. But like, oh, I was about to say, don't aren't there lots of penises in Devilman Crybaby? I don't uh, recall. Maybe don't don't remember. I don't think there's a lot of penises in general, unless it's in manga mm, or Shin Chan or Shin Chan. <laughs> yeah, well, babies. I, I don't. Baby <laughs> baby penises are fine. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I I don't spend a lot of time thinking about the genitals of all these characters, whether they're on or off the screen, doesn't make a big impression <laughs> on me. Hmm. Well, 
they had to censor something. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. My final there, thoughts? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. I know. <laughs> I was like, should I, should I make it awkward? I should, shouldn't I? Um, this is what anime could be. And I think we are living in the best time. I'm blown away at the quality and level of animation. Um, I am blown away by the visuals, even like the representation of cyberpsychosis and moving at speeds that are faster uh, than light or sound or whatever, like moving so fast, like, um, and the characters are so fully formed in this world that they feel real. Ah, I don't know. I just love it. I love it so much. It feels. Yeah. So many feels. Yeah. yeah. It feels, it just feels very complete when you're done. Yeah. Yes. It's satisfying. It's very satisfying. Yes. It's yeah. not common at the end of an anime. You're yeah. like, all right, yes. well, move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You're right that it, Amelia, I agree that it, there's lots of little things like the representation of cyberpsychosis by the eyes. Mm-hmm. And then you can see David's cyberpsychosis becoming more and more serious because not only does it affect his eyes, but it starts to affect his entire head. head. His yes. whole head <laughs> is moving everywhere until Lucy grabs his head and you know centers his head back mm-hmm. in in one of the final scenes. And yeah. So, yeah, it was just really great visual storytelling and visual work like that beautiful that's beautiful yeah you know the the ending also when when uh, i want to stay at your house comes back in i was thinking about the climax of Eureka seven mm. the climax of Eureka seven also has big 90s uh like dance techno number come mm. in when the two characters embrace two main love characters embrace each other and talk about how much they love each other yeah rainbow song yeah which yeah. is yeah fucking excellent in Eureka 7 just just add, really, really stirs my soul and this this kind of stirred my soul in a different in a different way the the stirring was in a slightly different direction but it was uh, a similar level <laughs> so hard to explain like how this hits you too like i keep trying to find the words to explain how i feel about it but then when i'm like thinking about it by myself with my own (laughs) thoughts in my head like i almost want to cry because of how beautiful it is and like how well put together every element is well because i I imagine that there's there's emotional confusion for us as the audience because there's so much negativity and brutality, but it's counterbalanced so poignantly by the David and Lucy love story in Maine's, I guess the the Straw Hat Pirate style community, mm-hmm. you know, building and, and team building that we see on screen. So it's like, man, I I love these characters i want to hang out with them i want to see them succeed i want Mm -hmm. to see them have fun together i mean similar to straw hats you know some of the best one piece episodes are the ones where everybody parties 
similar here like some of the best moments of cyberpunk are the ones where they're all partying when mr golden hands starts jerking off or, mm-hmm. or like yeah and then you see rebecca do basically the exact same thing several episodes later mm-hmm. and it's like oh you know you can see the uh the growth of rebecca and the the familial bond that they had together and it's yeah just kind of touching and you have all these little intimacies and moments of beauty that just get crushed by Adam Smasher flying out of the sky and <laughs> demolishing people into a pile of guts. Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah, it's a lot of big ups and big downs. And it's because everything is so well articulated and crafted. Yeah, it just has maximum impact. Mm-hmm. Touch my soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soul toucher. Oh, that could be another one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I ended up listening to uh, OK Computer by Radiohead the first time I watched it. And I was drinking and smoking. Mm. Mm. And I started crying. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like now I'm going to listen to Radiohead because I'm fucking emo and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, I, you know, that album is really much about the uh, uh, interjection or like the, the dominance of of computer technology in the nineties. Uh, I don't know. Like it seems pivotal in that way. Mm -hmm. It it matches the tech side of cyberpunk that I like. Um, But yeah, like, and just how, uh, how technology can make you feel isolated too. And like relying on it. I don't know. It kind of, I think the show touches on that. And just it just the genre in itself touches on it, so it's got every it's got everything I want. You know, it's cyberpunk. It's visually appealing. Um, of course, you know, you guys just touched on the story, so the emotional element of that. Um, and it has a love story that I like because it's a tragedy. It's not a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And they're. All of them but one are older than high school. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they're out of high school. This is an adult Officially. story. Officially. This is an adult story. Yeah. May not even need that anime logic plus 10. <laughs> Show may just stand okay on its own. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap up our cyberpunk episode. It's wrapped. Shit. I don't like doing this in person. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to listen to more of these episodes, you can head over to our website, otakuhostclub.com, where you can find past, present, and future episodes. Um, I don't have my there's script. A, there's a Discord? We have a Discord. Shouts out to our new member, Zazu Zion. I remember that. I'm going to have to look it up. Mm, sure. For joining. Thank you so much. Um, we have Twitter, Instagram, Otaku Host Club. And we have a tangential Katsukon appearance. Yeah. So if you're going to Katsukon, chat, chat us up in our Discord. Yeah. Tell us all about how cyberpunk edge runners wasn't feminist enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. This is the uh, the anime <laughs> feminists are the same people that were talking smack about Tension Tapagur and Lagan and in uh, when we went on their website in twenty sixteen at Otakon. Sounds right. I think. Mm. 
Always stood with it. Oh, that that always stuck with me. <laughs> I think I was six years later. I'm still like I'm sorry, mother- but even Kill a Kill is like women empowered. Yeah, I'm, uh, six years later, I'm still like, why you gotta talk smack on Grin Long? <laughs> why you gotta be like that? Fact check. Yeah. Um, and if you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/OtakuHostClub. $5 tier gets you into all the extra bonus stuff. And that's it, because I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I usually have my little notepad up on my right. computers. All right. Yeah. Now we all go chrome our genitals. Shit. Yeah. Chrome titties. Yeah. Nipple squirts. I want chrome inject- butt injections. Chrome Ooh. tenanture Ooh, goes chrome, forever. Um, what are, B- Brazilian. BDL? What are they called? BBL. BBL, sorry. <laughs> chrome BBL. BBL. Big booty love? Brazilian butt lift. Okay. Because okay. Brazilian ladies have big butts, apparently. Uh-huh. So, apparently, so do Colombians, but... Who knows? Do you think, do you think that the chromed-out dick goes flaccid and gets hard or do you think it retracts and goes <laughs> oh shit like a drill like a drill uh the drill penis from tattoo of the iron man oh yeah. or that one sure guys let's reference live action <laughs> in an anime podcast hey, it's a cyberpunk <laughs> live action child steven goes well if you want to see real cyberpunk i have this movie and he whips out some kind of the guy who made rubber lover rubber's lover uh, the other one this is actual <laughs> cyberpunk and i was like <sighs> whatever right roll your eyes at yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you're too niche for me <laughs> <laughs> he's like this is like tattoo of the iron man but cyberpunk mm. Mm. that's kind of re- big words oh, yeah. that was cool I mean, yeah, but it is cyberpunk. <laughs> That's why I'm cyberpunk. Yeah. It's like saying it's like a like it's like a cure, but cyberpunk. cyberpunk. <laughs> See you later. In the Bye. next episode. Bye. So what do you want?